The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here as well. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A plethora of things uh, to go over, as is the case every day. I love the fact that the uh, bloom seems to be coming off the rose of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Well, that was nice, man. Thank you. Nice touch. Uh, she, every candidate she has endorsed lost, including uh, the latest in Hawaii, also lost. A guy who, uh, as ad- an admitted democratic socialist like she is uh and he got i mean crushed the winner in the democratic primary got 40 percent of the vote i think he got 6.1 so he was like i don't know third or fourth or something he he was annihilated so he lost 40 to six yes to the first place guy yes i'm not good at math is that is that a big difference there seems to be a fairly large margin yeah it's a if my math is correct, right around thirty-four <laughs> percent. So, wow. Let's say if you know you're on the football field and you you lose by thirty-four points, mm-hmm. most people consider that a crushing defeat. Yeah, you were routed, you were destroyed, <laughs> uh, and this is Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii is really liberal. I mean, that's one of the liberal mainstays in the nation. So. It may be that the Democrat Party isn't quite set yet. At least the rank-and-file Democrats are maybe not all the way socialist yet. I think many, many, many of their uh, leadership, many of the leaders of the Democrat Party are. But maybe the people just aren't quite there. And let's, let's hope that's the case. Let's hope there's you know, enough common sense left in, in Democrats that they aren't voting for socialists. In Hawaii, it was congressional candidate Kaniela Kaniela Ng. And uh, yeah, he had a measly 6.1% of the vote. Ed Case was your winner there, who took 40.4%. So it was over 34%. So that's Ng in Hawaii. Uh, Syed for Congress lost. Abdul El Sayed, I think that was a gubernatorial race, it seems. Uh, he lost. Cori Bush lost. Uh, she is like 0 for 4 or 0 for 5 right now. Wait, I thought, Chris, weren't you saying 0 for 7, uh, Cortez? Yeah. 0 for 7? 0 for 7 now is really? our updated tally. Okay, good. 0 so. for 7. <laughs> nice. I'm telling that's bad. Mm-hmm. Here's the rising star. This is the person. This is the second coming of Barack Obama. More than that, because she's got such a career in front of her. She's 28 years old. And uh, she's getting her head handed to her, electorally speaking. Which is awesome. I mean, because I was... I was nervous when they were making so much noise and they're touting her as this superstar in the party and she's going all over the country speaking for candidates and thousands of people are showing up for her. Yeah. And you're thinking, wait, are, are we in America now? Yeah, we've seen this show before. Wow. And 
So fortunately, uh, some common sense is prevailing, even in the Democrat Party, which is nice. All these candidates have gone down in flame. Now, this article talks about four, but there have been seven, which is really sweet. Really, really nice. Speaking of uh, the Democrat Party and their uh, disharmony right now, Nancy Pelosi was on NBC over the weekend, and uh, she was being asked about uh, why so many, like 51 Democrats, have signed on. These are candidates and some incumbents, some people already in office, that are saying they will not vote for her if they regain the majority in Congress. Now, hopefully that'll be a moot point because they don't regain the majority. That's still my hope and prayer. Um, but she was being asked about it on on uh, on NBC. Listen to what she accuses NBC of. These are the 51 people who were surveyed who are candidates. 42 of them are not Democratic nominees. Nine of them are incumbents who have said that they will not support you in the run for speaker. Um, well, let me why, just well, say, well, first why, of Well, one, I mean, why not... Spit it out. Ask if her. the Democrats take back the House, give up the gavel. Well, first of all, let, let me just say this, and I know NBC leaders. has been on a jag of this. This is one of their priorities to undermine what? my prospects as speaker. But putting <laughs> oh, that wait. aside, the... What? Okay, what of, what of NBC's main priorities... Is to undermine Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House? Yeah, that's what NBC does. They, oh, they're the talking yeah. point for the GOP. Yeah. Wow, does it, she make a powerful point there? Right? right? <laughs> they might as well be the propaganda arm for Donald Trump uh, because they're so in the tank for Republicans. They, they carry the, the water for the Republicans. In fact, Nancy, <laughs> that if, that's your, if that's your lead response there to that, uh, you're in trouble. Oh, my gosh. Well, that just shows... How out of control she is. uh, How out of it she is. NBC's, one of their main priorities is to undermine Nancy Pelosi. Oh, okay. Gotcha, Nance. Uh, Thank you. Wow. That's, uh, That's pretty amazing. The other big narrative everybody's trying to push forward in the media right now. Other than undermining Nancy Pelosi, Mm -hmm. which we've seen so often in the mainstream media, is... uh, the threat from from these neo Nazis, the threat from white supremacists, the the unite the right nonsense. First of all, this is not a group on the right. Okay, the alt right is not right. It's an alternative to the right. They're not on the right. Go see Dinesh D'Souza's movie and uh, watch the interview he does with Richard Spencer. Oh, that is the crown jewel moment of that movie. It. It honestly is. I loved it. It is my favorite part of that movie. It is so informative as to who the, the alt-right is. They're socialists. I mean, that guy's a big government guy. He First of all, he's an atheist. Doesn't believe our rights come from God. Doesn't like the, the Bill of Rights. Doesn't believe in the U.S. Constitution. Uh, all of his heroes are Democrats. All of his heroes. Democrat presidents are his favorites of all time. He lists off Jackson... Mm-hmm. Was uh, it Wilson? I think it was Wilson. Uh, was it L- was LBJ? No, I no, can't I remember. I don't there know was if someone he went more that modern. Far. There was someone more modern, but there were there were about three. His they were three all favorite Democrats. presidents were all Democrats, and and he and Dinesh mentions that yeah. those are all Democrats. <laughs> well, party is just uh, 
I don't know. He essentially says it's an artificial construct or something. I mean, not those words, but it was something to that effect. Mm. Uh, I mean, he's a big, big government guy, and he believes that government gives us our rights and they can take it away. It, I mean, it's so, so revealing about who they are and what they're all about. And they, I don't even know why they support Trump. I don't understand for a second why they like Trump. I don't, what is that? I don't think they share anything in common with him policy-wise. Unless they think he's a racist like they are. Um, I And I, I don't know what the basis for that is. But um, they had a little uh, get-together in Washington to commemorate the one-year anniversary of uh, Charlottesville, which is so, so atrocious. And it, it of course, went as you would expect. Uh, they lose their job. Why are you celebrating the murder their... of Heather Heyer? People yelling at each other. Tell me why. What are you doing here today? Keep this guy back. Tell me what you're doing here. So you got this reporter trying to badger the leader of the group uh, Kessler this Kessler guy um who's just another Richard Spencer person a- and and they're I don't know if they're were they celebrating the death of of the person who died in Charlottesville I don't know if that's what they're doing um but you know how many there were how many people showed up in this unite the right that's so dangerous and so telling of what a dangerous period we're in for Republicans how hateful they are, how racist they are, how bigoted they are. Do you know how many people showed up for this big, big rally? 24. 24 people. Why? Because it's a teeny, tiny little movement, and nobody on the right is involved in it. It's a left-wing movement. It's a psycho movement. It's a movement we all uh, despise and we denounce. Anybody on the right denounces that garbage. We don't want your hatefulness in a, in, around us. We, we don't support you. I mean, it's pretty obvious. 24 people showed up. What did they, what did they always say when we would bring up Black Panthers? Oh, that's such a tiny, teeny, nobody supports Black Panthers. It's such a minute uh, section of the left. It's not even worth worrying about. And yet... The alt-right gets all of this publicity all the time. It is much, it's smaller than the Black Panthers. It's a smaller movement than Black Panthers. And and it's completely uh, discouraged and disparaged by everybody who's really on the right. They're not supported by, by Republicans, by conservatives. They're not even supported by many of their own. 24 people showed up. There were more Antifa protesters there. I mean, the only thing the alt-right is doing is firing up this Antifa movement, which is another radical screwball movement uh, in this country that the left seems to love, and and they don't seem to disparage. They're fine with them. 888-900-3393. We're going to tell you about this effort of... uh, Newspapers all across the country joining together against uh, Trump in a huge effort. Um, Try to do some big uh, coordinated uh, opinion piece against this president and what he's saying about the press. Also, uh, Ocasio-Cortez was actually fact-checked by the Washington Post again. Wow. 
And uh, it's kind of brutal. I mean, it's it's interesting that the Washington Post is is actually doing some work here that's honest and valuable. Tell you about that coming up. Uh, we are excited to have Bombshot Lip Balm as a sponsor of the show. It's a great product, and it's been such a huge hit in this building and at my house and at Keith's house. Mm-hmm. And it's lip balm that actually works. First of all, the lip balm is great inside of this tube. The container is great. looks like a little shotgun shell, so it's really fun and, and very attractive and will set off all the liberals in your life. Oh, is that a shotgun shell? No, as you see uh, on the outside, it says lip bomb shot on it. It's, <laughs> it's lip bomb. You could not fire this out of a, out of a shotgun. <gasps> it's still, that looks so scary. I mean, that just that's days of fun right there. Yeah, I think, uh, Chris, you're telling us uh, somebody on Disney World had this confiscated at the gate. Really? Come on. you got to be kidding me. Their bomb shot lip bomb container was confiscated at Disneyland? Because <laughs> mm, mm, mm. this could hurt someone. Well, it could. I mean, uh, it could. Yeah. I mean that. That. Go that, ahead and try to fire that out of a shotgun. The lip balm in there. I mean, it packs quite a punch. That's amazing. That's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but Wayne got frustrated because he couldn't find anything really good that would help him. Um, and if your lips are always getting chapped, you need to try this. It is awesome. It really works. With summer here, you want to protect your lips from the sun. Balm Shot will help you do just that. And they're available at something like 3,000 plus stores across the country. But for Blaze listeners only, they've got a special offer for you online. Go to BalmShot.com, use the promo code PAT, and when you buy a two-pack, you'll get a third for free. If you buy a four-pack, you'll get a fifth for free. And when you buy the six-pack, they'll throw in the free Balm Shot logo baseball hat that Keith is wearing right now. You buy six, you get the free hat, plus free shipping. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T dot com. It's balmshot.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here. So this was um, the Washington Post fact check on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Friday. Uh, she's got these talking points that she uses all the time. Um, first of all, everybody has two jobs. The only reason there's huge, uh, really good unemployment figures right now is that everybody has two jobs. The Washington Post says the facts are the data is pretty clear that this statement is poppycock. It's not every day you hear the word poppycock. When you can mix that in, it yeah. really buttresses your argument. Uh, in fact, the July jobs report showed only 5.2% of Americans hold two jobs. 5.2%. Some of the lowest rates in history, in fact. So, an absolute lie. She also claims ICE has a bed quota. The facts are, um, that's an urban legend. Not true. Uh, the third thing she says all the time, the upper class does not exist anymore in America. It doesn't exist? Uh, here's the fact. It's grown 16.5% since 1979. <laughs> okay, so it's gotten bigger. 
She claims Medicare for all is, quote, much cheaper than the current system, unquote. The fact? Uh, downright lie. Washington Post has already uh, awarded three Pinocchios. In fact, Medicare for all would cost $33 trillion over the next 10 years. And that's a very, very conservative estimate. $33 trillion. It'd be over, it's $3.3 trillion a year for 10 years. I mean, that's, that's almost our entire GDP every year. Ocasio-Cortez claims Obamacare was upheld by the Supreme Court because it deemed monthly health care payments to be a tax. The fact is, uh, she didn't understand what, what the ruling was, as you may believe. Um, the Supreme Court upheld the, Obama, the Obamacare individual mandate under the government's taxing power. So it's a little bit nuanced, but she just she doesn't know what she's talking about. All of her claims have been deemed false by uh, the Washington Post. Still, they, t- they tried to give her a break, though. Though, to be fair to Ocasio-Cortez, the average member of Congress might easily make many bloopers over the course of so many live interviews. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah, well, these are her main contentions, though. These are the way she... The, all this stuff is the way she explains her democratic socialism. She that it's not going to be expensive, that it's very necessary because the economy is bad, uh, that people aren't doing well. So she just continues to uh, push this narrative, and it's just not true. Her entire narrative is wrong. Now, is that because she's 28 years old and doesn't know any better, or is it just because she's a flat-out liar and she does know better and she just she just prefers to lie about it? So that she can gain power. I don't know. I don't know. It's amazing that I just, I'm just I'm fascinated as you're reading through this. This this was from the the, the print machine of the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because they know she's going to win regardless. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It is interesting. Yeah. I mean, perhaps it could be that they see how dangerous she is because if her policies are adopted by Americans. Um, it will bankrupt the country, and maybe they know that. Hmm. You know, we've talked about the fact that her whole agenda would cost $218 trillion over 10 years. And that's, again, that's a ridiculous estimate because it's probably three times that much. And it didn't include the housing guarantee that she always always talks about. So if you throw housing into that as well, guaranteed housing for people, well, you're going to triple the 280 It's going to be $600 trillion over... A 10-year period of time. But that's only $60 trillion a year, which is only hmm. all the money that circulates in the world every year is about $60 trillion. Why do you have to get hung up on details? I don't know. I just, I'm just a stickler like that. And um, It's just all the money in the world. All the money. That's all it is mm-hmm. every year. So it would only cost... All the money in the world. Just for one year. Every year. Just for, for one year. No, Well, no, for 10. Oh. For 10 years. So all the money in the world goes to our socialist programs. For 10 years. For 10 years. So then we're good. We're in the clear. But then. That. But then. Because then we have we can stop paying for it then. But then. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be no more America, and then you won't have to worry about it anymore. Again, thank you, Washington Post, but where were you in 2004 when Barack yeah. Obama was originally running for Senate? Just saying. 
Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I'm glad they're doing it now, though. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because, I mean, it's it's madness. It's ludicrous what she's talking about. Also, speaking of Democrats in hot water, Keith Ellison um, Mm. is being accused by the son of his ex-girlfriend of pretty serious abuse. He flatly denies the accusations, but uh, she and her son say differently. Yeah. It was, a, according to the son, it was a dark period of pure hell. In a statement made on Sunday, Ellison continued, contended that there was no video of him and uh, his girlfriend in an altercation, as he had alleged in a Facebook post the previous day. Karen and I were in a long-term relationship, which ended in 2016. I still care deeply for her well-being. This video does not exist because I never behaved in such a way, and any characterization otherwise is false. Now, the son says, My brother and I watched our mom come out of pure hell after getting out of her relationship with Keith Ellison. In the middle of 2017, I was using my mom's computer trying to download something, and I clicked on a file, and I found over 100 text and, text and Twitter's messages and video, almost two minutes long, that showed Keith Ellison dragging my mama off the bed by her feet, screaming and calling her an effing B, telling her to get the F out of his house. The messages I found were mixed with him, consistently telling my mom he wanted her back, he missed her, he knew how he effed up, and... We wished he could do things differently. He would he would be victim-shaming, bully her, threaten her if she went public. I texted him and told him, I know what you did to my mom and a few other things. Um, he confronted his mother about it. She said she didn't want to go public, but he started going public anyway. He tweeted about it. People started calling him a liar. So the mom tweeted, uh, that's my son who bravely shared that post. He isn't lying about anything. This has nothing to do with Trump or politics to us. It's about abuse. And the person just so happened to be a politician. Wow. Now, just the accusation has been enough for everybody else. Pretty much everybody else, if you're accused, you're gone. You're done. You're washed up. You're shamed out of society. Is anybody even talking about Keith Ellison? I've heard very little about this. And the guy is, you know, he's deputy vice president of the Democrat Party or something. Deputy chair of the Democrat of the DNC. Come on. And doesn't he have an election coming up tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? I think there's a primary tomorrow. Oh, wow. So that timing is... That's interesting. Interesting, Hmm. yes. Yeah, so we'll see if he survives this. Um, My guess is he will. It'll be fine for him. 888-900-3393. Recently, there were two pretty tragic officer-involved shootings. One where officers fatally shot an innocent bystander. And in another incident, a hostage was killed. Now, I we're not saying this to be critical of law enforcement in any way. I'm telling you this because there are trained professionals who train for these scenarios thoroughly and still, from time to time, have tragic a- outcomes. So what does that mean for those of us who maybe go to the range a couple times a month or uh, maybe less than that for many of us? Don't risk being unprepared or undertrained and spending the rest of your life regretting a moment that came up. 
iTarget Pro has revolutionized uh, firearm training. You can actually train now in your home where you might need to use your weapon. In your boxer shorts. So great. Which, it, it, and that's the way you'd be dressed probably when you have to use and, your firearm. And think of this. Turn off all the lights. Practice at night. Yeah. Seriously, set up yeah. set up iTarget Pro across the room mm-hmm. and just kind of simulate what could possibly happen. We hope it does not. But if you're aroused in the middle of the night and someone's intruding, then you're ready to come to this practice. The way it works is with your uh, smartphone and their app and a laser in place of the bullet. So you also save money on ammo because you just use the laser. And the laser detects where your shots are landing on the target. It's an awesome system. And you can save 10% with the offer code PAT. iTargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. iTargetPro.com. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. I love how all the focus is on these uh, goofball white supremacists, whereas uh, almost all the violence, other than last year at Charlottesville, of course, which was really bad. But all the violence, all the really uh, ugliness is coming from the Antifa group. And they don't pay a bit of attention to that. They couldn't care less about Antifa. And they're out beating on reporters, rioting in the streets, uh, destroying property. Attacking people? Ah, don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. By the way, those were the people that Trump was talking about when he said there's some bad people on the other side, too. Uh, Last year at Charlottesville was the Antifa people. They are bad. A lot of them are bad people. They certainly don't love America. Anti-fascist. Please. They themselves are fascists. They're trying to shut down any dissent. They're They're trying to shut down everybody who disagrees with them uh triple eight also it was bound to happen the uh, love affair between omarosa and uh president trump seems to be over now <laughs> i think it's i think it's concluded it had a nice run for like 15 years but now wow. it seems to be over um president trump took to twitter early this morning to tear into um Omarosa called her a lowlife. <laughs> uh, he also said <clears throat> he realizes it's it's not presidential to slam her on Twitter, but said Twitter is a modern form of communication, and he knows the media will do everything possible to make her look legitimate. Huh. Uh, the president is the one who brought her into the West Wing in the first place, where she earned $179,700 a year, according to White House records. Wow. What was she doing for that kind of money? I mean, that's top money in the government. So what was her role? It's pretty amazing. Now, he's a racist who just used you, but he brought you into the White House and gave you the top White House money to come into the White House with him. And he, for some reason, thought racial things about you? I don't think so. 
Interestingly, she recorded uh, the conversation between her and uh, Chief of Staff John Kelly, which is kind of interesting because supposedly that's not it's not able to happen at the White House. Yeah, apparently that uh, situation room is supposed to prevent uh, those kind of communications from happening in their recorders it's, or cell phones or anything. Right. It supposedly scrambles a recording. <laughs> not so much. Apparently not. Might want to update it just a little bit. <laughs> and it was surprisingly clear for a secret recording, too. How close Amazingly, was that recording yeah, device? Yeah, it's like, um, speak into this device. <laughs> oh, you're going to fire me? Uh, Tell uh, it to the just, hand yeah. that's holding the phone. But that's just part of my hand. I just had this uh, I, I just yeah. had this gizmo yeah. surgically sewn to my hand. Yep. Uh, yeah. Talk into my hand right now. I know it look. looks awkward. There's a flashing red light, but don't worry about that. <laughs> Uh, and here was here was part of the conversation between the two of them. I think it's important to understand that if we make this a friendly departure, um, we can all be you know you can look at look at your time here in, in uh, the White House as a year of service to the nation, uh, and then you can go on without any type of uh, difficulty in the future relative to your reputation. Now she's making that out to be a threat, uh, and I guess you could make it. That way, like, okay, if you say bad things, then we're going to destroy your reputation. On the other hand, he could be just saying, well, look, we can say you left and you left under good terms and then it won't hurt your job search. That's not a threat under those circumstances. But she's trying to make everything out to be uh, as sinister as possible all of a sudden in the Trump uh, White House. So... Uh, we'll see. But the uh, the president's now finally done with her. <laughs> we were wondering last week, all right, it's unusual that he hasn't gone after her because he goes after everybody. And now that has happened. And I'm surprised she doesn't have a nickname attached to her yet. I'm kind of disappointed in the president. <laughs> like like Awful Amorosa. I mean, that would have been perfect. That, no? Yeah, that would be good. I mean, I don't understand. Awful that. Amorosa. Mm-hmm. No? Uh, low life. Hmm. He's, he's already... You know, tagged her with low life. I'm being told that she she's being referred to as wacky Amorosa. Hmm. Oh, okay. Taylor's telling me that. That doesn't quite have the alliteration I was hoping for from the president, but uh, all right. He doesn't always do alliteration, though. That's too bad. You know, Lion Ted, that's not alliteration. That's true. And that's a catchy one. Yeah. Little Marco. You're right. I'm sorry. Corrupt Hillary. Hmm. He, In fact, he usually doesn't alliterate. Fact is. Hmm. <laughs> So why are those so catchy? Yeah. Why does it stick so much? Wacky Amorosa just doesn't have quite Mm-mm. the... It's just not up to his standards. Awful Amorosa. I like that better. Mm-hmm. I do like that better. Crooked Hillary, you're right. Yeah. What's my problem? I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, I we mean, don't have all day. Right, that's right. Best of all for you. <laughs> we could try, but... Uh, I mean, we'd have to run overtime. Yeah. Like a Facebook Live or something. Really, no. Stretching into tomorrow. No reason for that. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, more TSA molestation. A Westchester chiropractor wants a serious adjustment in how TSA operates after he says he was groped during a routine pat down. Mark Fry, sixty one, headed back to New York from Palm Beach with his girlfriend and two young daughters when he says a Transportation Security Administration screener began fondling him. Uh, the screener had Fry who has uh, metal prosthetics in his neck. So what are you doing near his crotch if the metal prosthetic is in his neck? Hmm. Okay. 
had the screener had him lift up his shirt to his head and ignored Fry's request for a private search. Like, okay, if oh. I have to do this, can we? Yeah. Can we do this somewhere else? I thought that was a thing. I thought if, it was too. If you too. ask for it, then you get it. That's what I thought too. The worker then put his hands under Fry's shorts and was roughly touching his genitals for so long. Fry's then eight-year-old daughter exclaimed, look, they're touching daddy's penis. Oh, my. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Yikes. No. Yikes. Uh, So there's a lawsuit filed against the TSA. Search was so out of bounds, a fellow traveler filed her own complaint on behalf of him. Wow. Who pleaded for a supervisor's help as the invasive procedure dragged on. Wow. He says, they took away my child's innocence. Poorly trained TSA screeners have gone too far, he says. I want it to be a learning moment for everybody where we can try to lose some of this insanity. Yeah, me too. TSA, for their part, declined comment on uh, the situation. What are they going to say? Yeah, well, the guy just wanted to feel his noodle. I don't know. What are you going to say about that? <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I, I've got a metal thing in my neck. What are you doing down there? That is just bizarre. This is what we've been complaining about for all this time. This is not part of our safety. This doesn't make us safer. And so many of so many Americans just blow it off from, ah, it's, they're just trying to make us safe. Yeah. Eh, they're just doing their job. No, this is not doing the job. It's not. It's It's not right, and we don't have to put up with it. This has just gone way too far for way too long, and I'm really tired of it. Boy. And it's not even me, but a 61-year-old man with his young girls standing there and everybody else standing around, and he asks for a private screening, and they just ignore him and just keep grabbing him. That's inexcusable. Inexcusable. So how long, how long are we going to put up with it is the question. Is there, is there ever an end uh, to America's patience on this? Do we just keep saying, eh, you know what, that's what we have to do for our safety? No, it isn't, though. It isn't what we have to do for our safety. Last week we had a story, too, about a guy who lost uh, his hands and his legs from dog saliva. Remember that? It's a weird bacteria so weird. spread through a dog's saliva and it only happens one percent of the time it's pretty rare but man would you take a cho- a chance when it's this drastic two more cases of the dog's saliva and uh dog saliva victims wait so one percent chance that what that that you'll you'll get this bacteria okay but it may not necessarily cause you to lose limbs correct right if you get it However, okay. Sharon Larson, who's 58 years old, South Milwaukee, died June 23rd. What is she was nipped by her new dog, Bo, and the saliva killed her. A three-year-old boy in Grant County, uh, Liam Young, had his fingers and toes amputated in 2015 after he developed the same infection. So we're just starting to hear about this, I guess. Um, and... People need to know that it's a it's a possibility because too many people practically make out with their dogs. Oh yeah, you know I've I've seen it in my own family where I just, 
telling my daughters, no, no, the dog tongues have been in places. Yeah, and traveling places. Stop. Don't. But that was just us being germaphobes or whatever, or not wanting yeah, that And they contact. kept saying, well, there's some kind of thing in the dog's mouth that makes a dog's mouth cleaner than a human's. Oh, no. Who says that? No. They're eating poop. Yeah. Okay? Stop it. Yeah. Don't. Okay. Don't. But- I mean, do what you... You know, you can pet your dog. You can have fun with your dog. But draw the line when it's getting your tongue in, it, in your face. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I think you, that's a good safety tip. Ever frankly. since that uh, one story, now it's three. But ever since yeah. that one story, like I, I, my dogs, you know, get in my face, and and I'm just like, no, no, no. Like I've, I've <laughs> always know. been like that. But now I'm so like, I, but now I'm, I'm running across the yard before uh-huh. I stop. You know. <laughs> but now I'm going to start punishing them. Oh yeah, you want to show affection to me? You're just you're going to the crate. <laughs> That's where you're going. I mean, I'm, seriously, what is ha- is this a new strain? What's happening? It's it's very weird. Um, and it's really serious. I, I can't pronounce the name of the bacteria, but it's uh, it's bad. Let's just call it butt tongue or something. I don't know what's going on there. I, mean, that's I just, don't know if that's scientific, but... You don't know? Yeah, I don't... Hmm. Well, okay, i tell you what. Why don't you go ahead and try to pronounce the, the real one then? Capnocitophaga. Capnocitophaga catamorsis. Butt tongue. Yeah, cat butt tongue is a little catchier. Yeah, thank you. It's, I mean, it's not as catchy as wacky amorosa, but I'll have to work on that. Yeah. So a 58-year-old died. Mm-mm. A three-year-old boy lost his fingers and toes. Good golly. And then last week, we had the guy, and I, I don't remember how old he was. I think he was in his, fist, his 50s, too. Yeah. Um, and he lost his hands and both his legs, like, below, below the knee. Absolutely It's crazy. Horrible. It could happen to anyone. It could. And hopefully it won't. Uh, but, you know, and it's it probably won't happen even if your dog licks you. But why take the chance? I, I don't, I wouldn't do it. But I've never heard of this. I'm I haven't either until old. last, last never, week. Yes, and now we've first. got three? Because everybody thinks, well, dogs have something in their mouth that makes their no. mouth cleaner than a no. human. No. No, get your butt no. tongue away from me, dog. <laughs> but seriously, is this, I've got to find out more details. Is this like a new bacteria that we just haven't had i don't think it is new ever. it doesn't doesn't say it's new okay i mean because i just don't remember random stories in the past of people losing fingers and toes i've never heard of it till last week okay um they say the bacteria is common and not harmful to pets it can it can in rare cases make humans sick um about 30 percent of people who are infected wow about 30% of people who are infected die as a result. So if you get it, there's a 30% chance you're going to die from it. Mm. So you're lucky if you only Holy. lose digits. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. We're going to ban dog ownership. <laughs> That's the usual American way. Yeah, we're done. It, to Goodbye, dogs. Sorry. Uh-huh. It was a fun run. I mean, there's going to be a movie, I guess, about the first, you know... Man-dog uh, interaction uh, mm-hmm. coming out soon. I saw the trailer. Um, hmm. But, I mean, it was... Good time you know, for that. It was, a, it was good times. But So people who yeah. abuse alcohol don't have a spleen. <laughs> I don't know how the spleen helps, but it apparently does. Have weak immune systems or have cancer, diabetes, HIV, are more at risk to be affected. Okay, so I've only got... There you go. One problem of the, of the many there. 
<clears throat> I do have a spleen still. You do have a spleen. I do. Okay, good. I thought if I you had too. said don't have a gallbladder, then I because at first be. you said abuse alcohol, mm-hmm. and then I was like, you said don't have a spleen. I thought, wait, I don't have a gallbladder. Oh no, I have a spleen, so I'm good now. Yeah, but, you're fine. Yeah, the rest of that. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, let me tell you about Minostalgia Foods. Uh, really good stuff. It's a family owned and operated business since nineteen ninety. That's twenty eight years making edible memories for Minnesota's North Woods. Great wholesome food. Most of which made without preservatives, just natural, delicious flavors that you don't normally find on your grocery store shelf. Things like wild berry jellies and syrups, pepper jams, uh, the beer jellies, which are delicious, whipped honeys, maple maple syrup and maple sugar, and then, of course, all the wild rice. And the wild rice waffle mixes and pancake mix and soup mix. Really good. And it's good for you. Whole grain Naturally gluten-free, sodium and fat-free, cholesterol-free, high in zinc, protein, phosphorus, all kinds of trace minerals. It is, it's just really good for you. Plus, wild rice, uh, if you keep it dry, it'll last indefinitely. So you can save 10% right now on a sampler pack just to try out um, a whole bunch of different kinds so and good. see what you like best. Love it. You're going to love this stuff. Use the promo code TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. Try 10 at blazewildrice.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty eight ninety three or thirty three ninety three. I don't know why I keep saying the thirty eight. That's really weird. I don't know. Maybe you're infected. Really you been making out with your dog? No, I haven't actually. Right. Just checking. But it is in the house, and, I, and I'm wondering if it should even be there. <laughs> <Right>. Frankly, <laughs> it's like a ticking time bomb in the house. Why take a chance? And I don't fall asleep in your house, man. I, if, if you have dogs that are very affectionate, they come and wake you up like that. Lick, no. lick, lick. Ooh, oh, no. oh no. no, honey, no. It's over, man. No. Oh. Look, I, I'm, I've grown attached to my limbs. I want them. <laughs> I want to keep them. And uh, the life that I have, yeah. I'd like to keep living it. Okay. So I don't want any dog lick possibilities going on there. Pat, I just don't want it. Pat, no. do you ever take naps in your house? Uh, rarely, but I've got, do my sleep? dog is about this big, and our bed is about that high. So she can't get up unless we put her up there. It's kind of like a protection mechanism. Kind of, uh, yes. Because here's what I'm getting at. If you do sleep in your house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you've been feeling a little under the weather lately, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have the dog disease. Oh, man. Okay. The butt tongue dog disease. Not good. Not good at all. 888 A disease we do have is uh, at the TSA. They're way too intrusive. This is uh, uh, really... It's starting to get to the point where I, I just think we need to say enough. Acting head of the TSA... Uh, was reassigned, let's see, when was this written? So this was three years ago. After an internal investigation by the Department of Homeland Security found security failures at dozens of the nation's busiest airports. You know what the failure rate is when they were tested three years ago? 95%. Wow. 
95%, and yet you're touching this guy's noodle at the airport? Your tax what? dollars at Come work. on. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Leave his noodle alone and find the stinking weapon over there. Noodle. Jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Neil at Arizona. Hey Neil, you're on the blaze. Howdy guys. Uh, hey, I have no problem with TSA. I've got a card that I present because I have an electronic stimulator in my spine and a battery pack buried under my skin. Mm. So I go through the TSA and I have to be patted down on no electronic, no magnetic stuff. Okay. So so far over the years, I haven't had a problem going to LAX from Prescott, Arizona. And uh, Prescott, Arizona, they're all polite. So far, so good. I go to court in Prescott uh, Courthouse. I had several things, uh, different things I had to go do. So the security runs you through, and I had to keep reminding them to keep my keys because I got handcuff keys on there. And I present my card, and I get pat down. So about the seventh time, the head guy that's head of security turns his back on me and says, when does this card expire? And I said, day after I die. That's an implant. <laughs> so you can get the whole idea. So I, I get a kick out of the uh, attitude of people. Uh, we have security, but then we have people that don't know what security is, I think. Yeah. Especially when they're patting you down and they're playing games or they're being silly. Yeah. Um, the whole idea is that uh, they have to learn how to be security, not goofs and uh understand that people have to go through that it's not a fun thing no it's uh, no it's not but does the uh, device actually work does that help with your back well it's not my back it's my chest i got oh, okay. a degenerative uh, neuropathy and then some other problems i'm trying to figure out that uh, chest problem if you ever saw alien when that critter comes out i use a can i like to make it into a popsicle <laughs> but uh, it's no fun and as, as far as dogs go yeah. Why would you want to kiss something that can kiss something you don't want to kiss? Right. Right. That's where we're at with it. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Appreciate it. And you see them not just kissing but licking there. And it's like, okay, I no. That tongue can never touch me. Thank you. No. <laughs> and I don't understand people that are fine with it. And they'll let them lick them right in the mouth. <laughs> no. So many words. Yeah, oh. it's uh, uh, it's nasty. Uh, Scott in Pennsylvania. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. How hey. you doing? Good. Uh, I went to Jamaica with my wife, my two kids, and their other halves for my 50th birthday about four years ago. And on the way back, we had a layover in Miami. And as I went through the machines and everything, uh, they pulled me aside. I said, what's the problem? They said, you have some kind of residue on your bag and on your hands. I was like, I don't have anything, you know. So they pulled me off into this side room with this woman, and she was so arrogant, and she said to me, what did you touch today? Where were you? And, you know, I'm trying to remember all this. You know, my family's out there waiting for me. And she says, I got to swab your hands and your bag and put it through this tester. And she did all that. But meanwhile, she was asking for all my paperwork. I handed it to her, mm-hmm. my, you know, a passport and all. And she laid it on the table. And she came back. She said, oh, there's no residue or anything on you. She says, here, here's your stuff. And she picked it up off the table and hands it to me. And she says, sorry, put it away and let me go. So I finally caught up to my family. And I said to them, look, just go get something to eat. I'll stay here with the luggage. So they leave. And she comes running back, running through the whole airport. 
you stole somebody's passport. You stole somebody's passport. And I'm like, what are you talking about, lady? And she says, give me all that paperwork. You stole somebody's passport. So she starts going through at the bottom with somebody else's passport. She says, see, you stole this. I said, man, you handed me that in the room. I haven't touched it at all except for carrying it down here. Wow. I said, you're accusing me? She said, yeah. I said, I did not steal that. You handed me the paperwork. I never got up out of the chair. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Scott. And that's that's the incompetence of a poorly trained uh, administration. I mean, I, I think something has to be done. And eventually it will be. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here uh-huh. on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. And uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Where uh, Mike tweets, In the Malinak house- household, if the dog wants to show affection, he or she can start chipping in for dog food and pay their fair share of the bills. Oh, you got that right. You got that right. Somebody yeah. knows how cheap you are. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't need kisses uh-huh. from a dog. I'll take. I'll take money for your kibbles and bits, though. Uh, Hank Hank Hemler says, uh, for Pat, it could be a good year for football with Packers winning, uh, but not for Hangry Keith's Keith's team, whose uh, team was shut out by the Jets in preseason preseason game one. Okay, that's helpful. Thank you for that yeah, constructive comment. So the Falcons were shut out by the Jets. <laughs> Did anybody good play? Did uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, oh, they the played. starters played. Yeah, they played a little bit, but oh, see, man. you know, that's not good. I, I, I'm I'm not that's hopeful not for our second year offensive coordinator. Seriously, and still, no, not. it's Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, former BYU quarterback. Uh huh. You're, so, you're in good hands with him. You're oh, in good hands. Oh, are we? Yeah, you're in good hands. Oh, with thank Steve. you for that. I appreciate it. Are you the same guy who, when he talking about not, BYU football, he, he should go, not have gone to the NFL. I think I, he should have. He should have stuck with Saban. Mm-hmm. in Alabama and worked under him for a while, mm-hmm. hone your skills there, get your reputation back, get things flowing again, and then, you know, later on, go to the NFL. I, I think he really made a mistake there because, you know, I, although last year wasn't terrible, was it, offense-wise? Yeah, but the standard was set for that offense in yeah. 2016. I know. And we were nowhere near that. I know. Uh, from Tom, he tweets, uh, TSA groping is their specialty. Maybe they need to worry about planes being stolen. You got that right. Oh, man. And that, what a sad story that is. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of discussion between the pilot on that plane, and he wasn't a pilot, by the way. He just stole a plane, somehow knew how to fly it, didn't know how to land it. And the uh, air traffic controllers were trying to talk him down, trying to help him out, trying to get him land to land somewhere. In Seattle over the weekend, yeah. And it just uh, didn't turn out well. He instead flew it straight into the ground. Um, apparently, his suicide was his goal the whole time. Um, but they had some interesting discussion while he was up there. And um, here is some of what the pilot and the uh, air traffic control had to say to each other. Yeah, you know, 
I'm going to land it, um, like, uh, in a safe, safe kind of manner. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm going to try to do a barrel roll, and if that goes good, I'll just go nose down and call it a night. Well, Rich, before you do that, uh, let's think about this. I got another uh, pilot coming up, Pilot Joel, here in just a minute or two, I hope, and uh, we'll be able to give you some advice on what to do next. Just flying the plane around, you seem comfortable with that? Oh, hell yeah, it's a blast, man. I played video games before, so I, uh, you know, I know what I'm doing a little bit. Man. Okay, and, uh, mm. and you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? Nah, everything's peachy, peachy clean. Just did a little circle around Rainier. It's beautiful. Um, I think I got some gas to go check out, uh, the Olympics. And, uh, yeah. Up and get it to go. Uh, in a couple hours, I guess. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't know how to land it. I wasn't really planning on landing it. Wow. He wasn't really <clears throat> planning on landing it because he was planning on on dying. Really a sad story. He didn't want to, he talked about how he didn't want to mess anybody else up. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to mess up uh, anybody else's runway. He didn't want to hurt anybody else. Of course, he didn't care about the plane he stole, obviously, but, uh, Sounds in pretty good spirits for a guy who's about to commit suicide. Strange situation, yeah. really sad. And the, the air traffic controller seemed great. They got another pilot there. They were all trying to talk him down. Yeah, uh, Rich, before we try the barrel roll, um, let's think about this. I mean, just really caring individuals who who did their best to talk the guy down and get him to land. Tragic. Yeah, he had no intention of doing it. That's why he said, I'm going to do the barrel roll. If that goes well, just... Point the nose down and call it a night. Wow. And eventually that's what he did. Sadly. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, um, some good news if you ever go to Europe to know that they're so caring over there that they even care about the rights of rats. Uh, rats been popping up at supermarkets, parks, nurseries in Paris. Uh, when a city official convened a crisis meeting this last fall to discuss ways to uh, rid themselves of their rat population. Well, then, um, that was the first time Jeffrey Boulard, who is the mayor of um, Paris, northwestern Paris, realized the rodents are actually backed by a pretty vocal lobby. Ten protesters stepped up. to denounce exterminator plans to poison the animals. How can you poison these rats? Well, I don't know. They're rats. Yeah, they're rats. Yeah. They urged a more humane method to deploy birth control drugs. Here we go. Their position was indefensible given the scale of the infestation, according to the mayor. We can't get accustomed to having rats in public spaces. Yeah, you think that would hurt tourism in Paris? Hmm. Maybe just a tad. I don't know. Maybe a tad. That's where Ratatouille's from, right? Right. That cartoon That's right. rat. Now Ratatouille, huh. yeah, you know, he he had some he had some he had some mad skills in the kitchen. He did. He did. So he was a valuable rat. But that's like the only one. <clears throat> that's a rarity. Pretty rare that a rat can cook like that. So yeah. usually they just you know, maybe freeload. you save him, you kill yeah. the rest. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Typically they just freeload in my attic. But I'm going to catch them and ship them to Paris now, apparently. So stupid. 
The city's pro-rat activists <laughs> disagreed. Uh, so, Rattus norvegicus, mm-hmm. the species of rat endemic to big cities, has the right to inhabit the city of light like any other mammal, they say. Um, I don't know. Have you ever heard of something called the Black Plague, you morons? Have you ever heard of opposable thumbs? See, we got them and you don't. Yeah. Sucks and, for you. And it was rats who spread the Black Plague <laughs> that killed 17 million people. In Europe, by the way. 17 million The activists regard poisons and rat traps as a form of unusual cruelty. When the city stepped up extermination 18 months ago, they unleashed an online petition that garnered almost 26,000 signatures. Yeah, it would have ignored all 26,000 of them. (laughs) Man, we are uh, very disturbed, said Joe Benchtritt, a retired psychologist who created the petition to save the rats. The defense of rights for rats is only seen as abnormal, she says, because others are able to live among the banality of such cruelty. Thank you for that. Here's a little token of what oh, yeah. we're talking about right here. Oh, that might help me with my drawing over here. A little rat over wow. there. Wow. I mean, look how nasty and icky they are. Just even a plastic one. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're just hideous oh, yeah. animals. That is hideous. They don't deserve to live. Ugh. Uh, the resistance movement is good for Paris's robust rat population. There's no formal count, but they estimate the rat population at about 4 million. Okay, that's gross. That's just in Paris proper. Now, Paris, the metropolitan area is like 11 million people. But just in Paris, there's 1.8 million humans. So the rats outnumber humans eh, two to one at least. Hmm. A little over two to one. It's almost like apartheid going on there, huh? When Glenn and I lived in uh, Baltimore, they had rat infestation really bad. And so they had to post up the... Anytime you went downtown and you went on a back road or an alley, there were the rat infestation warning signs that were plastered all over the place and squished rats all over the road. They (laughs) They estimated in the Baltimore Inner Harbor that there were 20 million rats. Okay. Not 4 million. 20 million rats. How does that... That outnumbered people about... That's sick. About seven or eight to one. So, yeah, that's... They were a problem. Um, You don't want them to live. You don't want to be humane. You just want to kill them. I don't care how. Poison them, shoot them in the head, beat them with baseball bats, whatever you (laughs) do to the rat. End them. So, wow, Baltimore worse than New York, huh? Uh, I don't know if it's worse than New York, but um, because I'm guessing New York has quite a serious rat situation as well. Yeah. I'm guessing it's pretty bad. But, yeah, because because of the Inner Harbor and and the areas that they were pushed to and the water and there was some kind of unique Mm -hmm. uh, environment for them to really propagate the species, and they did. And they did. So I, I don't know if they got a handle on that since. I'm guessing in, in Baltimore, they don't have the same rights that they do in Paris. So maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I, I'm surprised, you know, that it took this long. If, if you outnumber the, the people there, what was it, like four to one or whatever you were saying? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised the rats didn't get a, a lobby going sooner than this. I know. But, uh, yeah, I know, but leave it to Europe. Leave it to Europe. Mm-hmm. And the place where the Black Plague ravaged the entire continent. 
And that's the species, that's the animal that spread it all through Europe. So yeah, let it happen again. That's really smart. I mean, the stupidity of Europe. And it, and then the left will always well in Europe they in Europe they've had civil rights for rats. Well, in Europe they they do things a lot a lot nicer than we in Europe. Yeah, in Europe they're probably going to die from another black plague infestation mm-hmm. because they won't kill their stinking rats. Yeah. Ugh, it's agonizing. The stupidity of people is is really agonizing. Why why must we be inflicted with it in the year 2018? Why? Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, we've got these great comments from Elizabeth Warren uh, coming up. We have to share with you. Um, the Antifa pr- protesters and their theory that all cops are racist. All cops. Uh, then they also attacked an NBC camera person. And nobody's talking about Not even NBC is talking about that. I mean, they've really kind of forsaken their reporter uh, just so that they can continue to cast Antifa in in a better light and focus on the big threat from the 24 white supremacists. That's what we should focus on. Those 24. You know, losing weight and keeping it off can be hard. And when you hit a certain age, it can really be a big struggle for you. It's, It's a real deal. And so... You want to lose those extra pounds, but it feels like you've just been shoveling sand. Um, Riduzone can definitely help. With proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Riduzone can help you lose weight. And more importantly, help you keep it off. Because that is really hard. Once you've been good and you've been disciplined for several months or a year, or who knows how long it takes you to lose the weight you want, then all you want to do is just break down and eat again. <laughs> and then, and then the, the weight just comes back. So that's where Riduzone comes in. It helps you control your appetite. It also speeds up your metabolism. Um, So you're not thinking about food all day long. If you've hit that age where nothing seems to work, give Riduzone a try. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Make it happen for you this time. Riduzone.com. PAT. Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. A little controversy about how many people died of the Black Plague in Europe. Um, there are estimates, but they're you know they weren't that great at record keeping in the 1300s. That may surprise you. No. Yeah, that might might be a surprise to some that in the 1300s we're not exactly sure of the numbers. Okay. Um, but an estimated 75 to 200 million. That's in Europe and Asia. So the Eurasian count is huge. Uh, another source says it was 25 million in Europe. But uh, our producer Christian is saying it's 50 million in Europe. Mm. But this, this particular uh, story says in Eurasia, so Europe and Asia, up to, I mean, this is a huge range, 75 to 200. That's, 
that's a pretty wide gap. 75 million to 200 million people in Europe and Asia. Anyway, rats are dangerous. Uh, kill them. Okay, in Paris. Well, yeah, and so are dogs. Don't get yeah, so are dogs. So don't don't, don't kill them. But I mean, just what are we let's doing? Put them on a dog island or something. Let's take all the dogs, let them live happily, yeah. give them some Alpo, and we'll put them on an island together. Dog island. Dog island, and they can live there in happiness the rest of their lives. All right, infecting one another with this dog thing that you know, removes your legs and feet. Yeah. <clears throat> don't be kissing your dog. Hands. Get a nasty right. virus or something. So I tell you what, why don't we just agree we've got mm. till 5 o'clock tonight, say goodbye to your dogs, and <laughs> ship them off to Dog Island. <laughs> Except for my two dogs get to stay. <laughs> you imagine? I mean, Ugh. people love their dogs so much. Yeah. I mean, I can take or leave the dog that we have. Uh, oh, no. What's your dog's name anyway? Belle. It's, you know, this bit. It's like a... Is it a girl dog? It's a glorified rat. Is what the, oh, is I've got, what I've got one is. of those. i got yeah. a glorified rat living mm-hmm. in my house. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. We have, like, the worst possible of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Our, 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 <laughs> our dogs carry both right. the Black Plague and, and the dog the, disease, the butt, the butt tongue, tongue, tongue disease. Butt tongue, yeah. Mm-hmm. BTD. <laughs> so is, is Belle a little girl? Please, yes. it better be. Yes. You have an E at the end yes. of Belle? Uh-huh. It's a little, um, uh, what? She's a mix of some kind. I don't know. You know. Rat and yeah. Yorkie. Yes, she's oh. a Morky. She's a Morky. No, a Rorky. Mm-hmm. Rat and Rat Morky. And Morky. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that's where we stand on uh, on getting rid of the dogs so that they don't infect us with that icky disease that is going around now. That we've heard three people fall victim to just in the last week. First, this poor guy lost his his legs and his hands. Then a 58 year old woman died. And a three-year-old boy lost his fingers and toes. Good golly. Now, the three-year-old, what the heck? I He's got none of the warning signs that I know of. I mean, certainly he's not a heavy drinker. Probably doesn't have diabetes or any of those things. So why did he get infected? Really strange. I don't like it. Just I don't like it at keep all. Your, Which is keep, why we're saying don't take a chance. Get rid of the dogs. Yes, just dog island time. Dogs have to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a tough transition for some. Get over it. They're dogs. Seriously. Okay? They're dogs. Mm-hmm. 888-933-93. Uh, a former energy company executive from Vermont has a shot at becoming the nation's first, and this is exciting, the nation's first transgender governor. This is one we, we haven't had yet. It's about time for. It's In fact, it's maybe way past, past time. Past time. Yeah, it's past Way time. past yep. time. Uh, Christine Hulquist says that in the run-up to Tuesday's primary, people are finally beginning to pay attention to the race, but her status as a transgender woman isn't what's on their minds. <clears throat> Rather, she says, voters want to know what she can do to help them get higher-paying jobs, provide health care for their families, and better educate their children. So apparently this transgender Democrat going to make sure that they have, I'm guessing, guaranteed jobs free health care for their families, and free education for their children. This would be great for, for Vermont. Go ahead and try it. Let's see what happens. How, do, how is that going to work? Just don't come and ask the rest of us to bail you out when it doesn't work. That's all I, that's all I ask. She, uh, she's appealing to Vermonters with a progressive message that includes, yes, a livable wage, <laughs> Medicare for all, <clears throat> wow, I, I mean, I hadn't even gotten to this and I already guessed it, free public education, Oh, high-speed broadband access, 
even to those who live on remote back roads. <laughs> oh, no. Here she comes. My gosh. <laughs> here she comes. Oh, man. So, you, I mean, you know where that has to go. Yeah, here we go. It has to go to the Lumby tribe. <laughs> Who wanted the same thing? My name is Rhonda Locklear. Mm-hmm. I'm from Pembroke, Pembroke, and I'm a member of the Lumbee mm. Tribe of North Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have two children, children. and my kinny mother. mother. I want the best for my boys. Of course you do. Jacob, <laughs> my oldest. Jacob, her oldest. Oldest. Well, there's no L's in any words to this woman. I don't. I don't understand the discrimination against the letter L. Why? Hmm. Why? is a transferring student to UNC Pembroke. Pembroke. And Isaac is in the eighth grade at Pembroke Middle School. Okay, sure. Like most families. Don't say it. Across the state. Right. Who either don't have access to high-speed internet. Don't have access. Or who can't afford it. Or who can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Two things. They don't have access or they can't afford it. Everybody should be able to afford everything. Go to Vermont, lady. Can I tell you something? In a country like America... Where we're the richest nation on the on the mm-hmm. face of the planet. Here we go. Yeah, everybody should be able to afford everything. Right here, no one should be denied anything at any time ever. Yep. We were stuck with dial-up service in our home oh, until yeah. two months ago. Until two months ago, back in two thousand nine. So why are we here then? What is? She- I know. <laughs> I don't know why she's still complaining. Okay. Well, you have it now. So <laughs> what? Until two months ago. Okay. They were living in the dark ages of dial-up. I feel that this has put my family, of course it has, my sons in particular, in particular, yeah, at a severe, severe disadvantage. Severe disadvantage. I mean, it's so unfair. It is so un- un-American. What is this? I'm glad someone's saying it. Russia? Is that what this is? Who <laughs> was a comedian that used? To- oh, is uh, Larry the Cable Guy? Yeah. What is this? Russia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isaac depends on the internet. Right. To complete his assignments for school. And for porn, obviously. He so, often uses the internet to work on reports, reports projects, projects, reports. And or often at times. Often at times to search for chicks. Just do research. Oh, research on chicks, probably. I watch him struggle, struggle. with the dial-up service. No, don't say And it. observed him get frustrated. Oh, she saw him get frustrated. Can you Because imagine? he could not move around on the web like he likes and needed to do. And needed to do. Yeah. Seemingly mm-hmm. easy assignments Seemingly. took him hours to complete. Hours! He might have a Can disability. you imagine? On like dial-up? Like a learning disability might be what's slowing him down, though. Uh, Keith, do you remember what dial-up was like? You would have to... And then it would finally connect. That was such an anticipatory sound, mm-hmm. by the way. It was. You're like, yes! And yes! then you'd see the little guy on the AOL yeah, image yeah, go he, across. He, and he like he, he had three little steps that he made. Cute. And when he, when he got to that third step, you were super like, psyched. Game on. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm ready to go. So then you go to a website because AOL mm-hmm. was like the on-ramp yes. for the <laughs> World Wide Web. Do you, do you know that? Like it I like. Was, it was an on-ramp to get onto the super highway of information. Mm-hmm. So once you're on the super highway, well, now you can go wherever you want. And But if you had a picture right. on a website, yeah. it would maybe take up a third of the screen and then you had to wait for it to load. And think of that. Poor Jacob. I mean, it's like he's sitting in traffic. He he's on that highway. He's right, on that on-ramp, but right, it's like bumper to bumper. It's like, sitting there like, the, like they installed the red lights on the ramp, and he's like, yeah. ah, how long do I have to wait here? I, like I can't search like a lock. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine how frustrated he got. Uh, I, I can't even imagine. By the way, 
Uh, yeah. Pembroke, uh, mm-hmm. 2,973 people live there with without high-speed internet. 2,972? 2,973. However, let me, let me tell you this. Hmm. They did get the high-speed internet. That's true. At a cost of $20 million for those 2,000-some people. Sweet. Good heavens. I mean... What's the math on that? Really? It's very disheartening to watch. Heartening to watch. Isaac got... Don't look then. You just don't look at him surfing the internet, right? If it's disheartening to watch, then then don't look. Very upset. Upset. Discouraged and frustrated. Frustrated. Because he could not do what he needed to to do. do. Or lack (laughs) lack it. As a mother, Mother. it breaks my heart Mm -hmm, and causes me to feel that I have failed him in some way. Well, she she had. She had failed him. Yeah. Until two months ago at the time when they finally got the dial up and... Now they all have it at a cost of how much per person? Oh, I already closed it. It's like probably real cheap, right? Six hundred bucks or six seventy three. Oh, that, or that's. I mean, that's cheap at eight times the price. Yeah. Multiply so just six hundred dollars per yeah. person. That's yeah. not bad. By the way, there's a uh, True Value Hardware store on Third uh, Street there in Pembroke. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Jacob could get a job there and uh, pay for the internet his damn self. <laughs> just well, he's got to go to UMC Pembroke, <laughs> and so he can't. He can't. You know. He's, <sighs> He can't work and go to school at the same time. Hey, any more than he can search the internet, lackey lacks. He needs to do a research on the Lowry War. That took place in Pembroke. Did it now? Back in the 1860s. Good information. Thank you, Keith. You could use your internet to do some research on that. Uh, We're going to do some research uh, about uh, chewing the fat. Find out what what that's all about. He likes high-speed internet. Lackey lacks. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Sound means it's uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. There's I know. No I such did. thing as happy Monday. Oh, man. No such it's thing. A happy Monday. Not, Unless it's a three day weekend, then it's a happy well, Monday. I technically had that, only it was just a sickness three day weekend. So oh, yeah. Because Friday you were out. Oh, man. What'd yeah, you have? I just, I, I, I don't know. I went to the dock and got some sore throat, anti-plague cocktail, and it seems to have worked. But. I had a sore throat for three stinking weeks. Just couldn't shake it. You've been making out with your dog? No, thank goodness. <laughs> you know me. I don't. I don't let the dog get you. You don't really? No. You don't let the dog just I might, lick you at arm's length. Yeah. Give it a little pat on the head from I, time to time, yeah. and then I'm done. Okay, that's but, all. I but need. if it licks my hand, uh-huh. I'm washing them. Immediately. Yes, I do. Actually, Ugh, gross. Really? What do you it's make out dog. with your dog? I mean, what do you go ahead? What do you got? See what happens? Huh? <laughs> oh yes, yeah. You know what? You should try that. Be losing a little weight mm-hmm. uh, off of those limbs that are going to be cut off, amputated. You should make you know out with I mean? every dog you see, Jeffy. <laughs> just as a no, just you're, you're, you're saying that not I haven't. The, not the. <laughs> well, that's a good point too. <laughs> Thank you. But not that we don't want any. You know that we want anything bad to happen. Disease, to you. No, it's just, it's just pure no, I mean, science. It feels that. It's yeah. just pure science. Yeah, it feels like you don't want anything. I don't. We don't. Of course not. No. We just want a scientific experiment done by you. I've got another scientific experiment. Okay. 
Uh, let's see if a radio producer can actually do his job. Let's no. see. Keith Mellon. Oh, you know that's not possible. Today is National Filet Mignon Day. Oh, I'm Where starving. Where are they too? Where are they at? I'm starving too. Where are they at? Lori D. I'm starving. Where are they at? No, not Lori D. What? Lori D. Isn't the producer of this broadcast. <laughs> That's right. Good point. Yeah. Uh, good producer uh, would have already had that handled. I don't know that I could draw a filet mignon. So uh, sorry. Well, you certainly can't produce one. That's uh, whether true. I'd like to see a real one. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. Other so, than filet mignon day, what else is it? Uh, what else? Uh, it's is National Left Handers Day. So, man, is that good? And an honor, though, a special <sighs> honor from Left Handers Day, is Oreo is no, as making a limited edition left-handed Oreo packages, which are easier for lefties to open. <laughs> I got news for you. Yeah. I can still open those, and I'm not a left-hander. Wow. Okay. So, oh, no, yeah. no problem. And they're sending, if you live in left-hand West Virginia, mm-hmm. you get a free package of uh, Oreo cookies from Nabisco. That's pretty exciting. sweet. Very exciting. I just changed my address, as a matter of fact. I now live in Left Hand, West Virginia. Thank you. How about Tiger Woods this weekend, too, baby? Yeah. Came close. Almost pulled it off. I know. He was so close, man. Serious victory the first time. And, uh, you know, the last two two times he's been really close. He finished Uh, second, Two majors in a row. Yeah. Second. Two strokes behind the the winner. The fans were all fired up, and they were – it was all Tiger Woods talk, man. I mean, he just Mm. brings in the ratings for them. 66, 66, 64. He, they said he's never. I think his first round though was a seventy or something. But yeah, but he he's never closed out a tournament yeah. any better in his whole career. Mm. My That's favorite, amazing. Uh, my favorite tweet, which made me turn on actually the championship, was that uh, after that shot, no one is convincing me Tiger isn't doing Perkins waitresses again. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I decided I needed to watch. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it's a strange phenomenon that as soon as he apparently stopped doing all that he was doing. I know. It went, his golf game went away. Isn't it? He got out of strange. his routine. Yeah, he got out of the focus, you know? got out of the rhythm. And that's the whole thing about golf is he got a routine. Be in the rhythm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad. Yeah. Um, Atlanta Elementary School. Uh, they uh, have a little charter bit of an school, issue. right? Yes, it's an Atlanta neighborhood charter school. Yeah. Did you do this earlier uh, no, today? No, I keep okay. meaning to talk about this. It, we haven't gotten to it It's fascinating yet. to me that uh, they posted their letter on their website. One change that we made to our morning meeting agenda this year is that, you know what, we're not going to be including the the Pledge of Allegiance each morning. Why uh, would you? Why, children who are going to continue to stand in participation of the school's Wolfpack chant, of course. But the move to eliminate oh the Pledge of Allegiance was made in an effort to Kick off the school day as a mm-hmm. fully inclusive and connected community. Okay, how is the Pledge of Allegiance exclusive in any way? Well, how they are going to permit you to recite the Pledge of Allegiance later in the day if you desire to do so. Okay. However, uh, there's been such a backlash. Uh, oh, did they they backed up and? Uh, yes, they did. Good uh, for them. The school yeah. uh, put out a. Erased it from the website and said, oh, look, there was some miscommunication. And miscommunication. Some, and some inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Starting next week, we'll return to our original format and provide our students with the opportunity to recite the pledge during all the school morning meetings. 
Yeah, if you want to have zero <laughs> students in this school, I'll bet I, I, you know. I bet people had a heart yes. heart attack. Uh, well, that. I mean, that's what happens a lot of times when there's you know miscommunication and inconsistency. <laughs> yes, that's true. In the delivery of uh, you know school rules and uh, access <laughs> to things, so so bad. I love the back the back step though. Yeah. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! What? No, no, no we, no. we weren't saying we're going to stop the no, Pledge of Allegiance. Somebody put that on the website. Get that off of there. <laughs> uh, good news coming from uh, Facebook and mm. our U.S. banks. Uh, they want to banks to share their financial information about their customers so that uh, you know they can offer new services to users. That is good news. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, listen, uh, mm-hmm. the spokesman for Facebook said, look, it implies uh, the story that ran implies incorrectly we are actively asking financial service companies for financial transaction data we are not okay we want to we're we're like many online companies and commerce businesses we partner with banks and credit card companies to offer services customers chat or account management programs the idea that messaging with a bank can be better than waiting on hold over the phone is an opt-in situation and we're not using that information beyond enabling these types of experiences. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. They don't want, I mean, they're just they're crock helping of BS. you. Uh-huh. It's helping you with your information along the way. Okay. I don't know why that's such a big deal. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, good news from the uh, global warming people. Uh, British uh, conservation charity says record-breaking temperatures have encouraged a rare flock of Andean flamingos to lay eggs for the first time since 2003. Now, the real reason I did the story is because I find it fascinating that since the weather is, I don't know, what, 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 what happens with the weather? It changes. It's cyclical. The, mm-hmm. Earth, the Earth changes all the time. Yeah. And so birds that were struggling and they thought were going extinct, oh, the earth warms up a little bit and they go, oh, hey, we can have some babies and let's <laughs> let's have some more birds. Mm-hmm. And then it cools down a few years and they say, no, not right now. We'll take it easy. So it's just a, the, the whole global climate change, global warming, global cooling, uh, hail is because of climate change, rain is because of climate change, it's too cold, it's too hot, mm-hmm. is insane it's uh it's agonizing this whole global warming nonsense is agonizing just a couple of weeks ago we were complaining about how hot it was every single day and it was it was it was it was ugly and it's slightly above the normal we've already had 21 days over 100 degrees (laughs) in dallas it's usually 18 okay so but this is the first uh I, i think this is the first time we've gone over in like five years or six years or something but then, immediately following the excruciating heat wave comes something I have never experienced in the whole time we've lived in, in Texas. Uh, and right now, this second is a really good indication of what's been happening in the last four days. It's 82 degrees here. That Saturday doesn't was, Saturday was happen. in the 70s. Yeah, Saturday, well, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, it was 75 degrees. Yeah. Saturday, I think it was 75 or 77. We started a fire. That just that doesn't happen here. So they no, they don't want to talk about that, though. It's because, you know, it's always... Of course, I'm well, sure that means global warming, though, too. Of course there if are, it's hotter there than are normal, anomalies in the system, right. Pat. But still, if it's hotter than normal, it's global warming. If it's colder cool. than normal, right. that's global warming. And if it's, you know, moderate, that's global warming. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
Giant balls of hail. Global warming. Global warming. Wait, is no it, hail at all. Global have warming. Have we checked today? Is it still August in Colorado? Do we know? I haven't checked. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I think they moved know. on. I think oh. they're in. Uh, they're in February oh, a couple now. States really? Moved yeah. On, probably. Yeah. Yeah. They moved to I February. I can't keep up with that <laughs> calendar stuff. Uh, good news for Disney. Uh, they've chosen uh, Jack Whitehall to play uh, Disney's first openly gay character. Uh, critics uh, in what movie? Uh, it's a new a new movie coming out uh, in 2019. Okay. Uh, it's called Jungle Cruise. All right. And uh, is that based on the ride? Is uh, it? I'm, I'm guessing yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people are a little wound up though that uh, he's not really gay. So wait, I know they've chosen a heteronormative chosen. actor for a homosexual role. Let's go boycott Disney now. Oh, the humanity! I know. How dare they do that? Uh, look, you t- you don't have to argue with me. I find it agonizing. I mean, when we look, I I can't believe that they discriminatory want an actor to act. Uh-huh. I can't believe that they're, we're not typecasting gay characters, because wouldn't that be what we'd end up being if we just gave gay people uh-huh. gay roles? Yes. Yes. Rupert, what's his face? You know, the guy in My Best Friend's Wedding uh, was complaining not that long ago that now he's only getting gay roles or whatever. Well, uh, isn't that what you're supposed to get? Because that's what your community is saying. You need to get all those roles. No, it's typecasting. So now you want every role? Every role. <laughs> it's... it's it's maddening. Oh, oh man. It's maddening. But, the but good- what's what's interesting here, though, is Disney is doing a gay character now. They're caving into it. Well, they already... And, I mean, and really, already instead have, of right, talking about that, we're talking about the fact that the actor isn't really right. gay, well, and he already, should be. They already did with the, um, their exclusive The Beauty and the Beast one, right? They already kind of broke the mold with that, with the, that quick few seconds of um, the gay dancing yeah, or whatever. It wasn't over... I mean, it was suggested, I right. guess, but it wasn't... Well, I mean, they're using that as their excuse. Well, we've already done it. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It is. It's Disney going to town on it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I mean, that's what we have. Uh, that's why they're coming back at the same time that this news is breaking. Disney has uh, started a new hotline that uh, is going to help your kids uh, go to bed and get to sleep. Oh, no. Now that uh, school has started. No. And, uh, yeah, I know. Look, it runs through August 31st. And you can dial uh, the phone number eight seven seven Mickey, and uh, I thought we'd uh, I thought we'd make a phone call oh. and uh, let's see if uh, let's see if it's worthy or not. All right. Hi there. Welcome to Disney Store's Sleep Shop Hotline. To help you add a bit of magic to your little right. one's nighttime routine, follow the prompts to hear a special bedtime message from okay. some of your favorite Disney characters. Please make sure a grown-up is with you, oh. or that you have a grown-up's permission before continuing. Press 1 to hear from Mickey. Press huh. 2 to hear from Minnie. Press 3 to hear from Donald. Ooh. Press 4 to hear from Daisy. Or press 5 to hear from Goofy. Thanks for calling, and have a magical night. What, do you want to hear from Goofy? Yeah. All right, let's hear from Goofy. Press five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howdy there. I'm Goofy. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) My pal Mickey and I sure had a fun day today. We went fishing and had lunch, and then we played some basketball. (sighs) Gorge. All that having fun made me kind of tired. Guess I better be getting ready for bed. Uh -uh. Say... It must be your bedtime, too. 
Hey, I've got an idea. After we say goodnight, let's race to see who can fall asleep the fastest. Ready? Get set and good night, sweet dreams, pal. You win. Yeah, you win. You win. You win. And then uh, you know Mickey and Minnie. Minnie's the only one that says, uh, "I like." Let's hear Minnie because Minnie's the only one that I think says, uh, "Love you." Why, hello, dear. It's me, Minnie Mouse. I'm so glad that you called me tonight. I hope you had a wonderful day and that you're all ready for bed. Yep. You're probably wearing your cozy PJs. I am. I'm sure you've brushed your teeth. None of your business and now what I'm wearing. you're snuggled into bed. What in the world? Oh, I just love crawling under the covers after a busy day. Me too. Kind of wants to know what I'm wearing when I go to bed. Planting in my garden. Hmm. Soon I'll have the most beautiful petunias. Well, dear, I hope you have sweet dreams. So good night, and remember I love you. Yeah. All right. She's the only one that said I love you. And then uh, you got Donald, Daisy, and Mickey, of course. And I won't play them all. We, you know, call yourself. I don't want to spoil the fun. Right. Yeah, for, yeah. Or uh, for you to, you know, for right. you and your kids. Because that was a lot of fun. Oh, man. It really was. Come on. That was enjoyable. But, my... man, the fun. Yeah. There's almost like a lingering sort of. Uh, Funness? After fun. Are you taste awake? I mean, it... it's sensation all through my body. That's that's because you were about to sleep. Are they oh, trying okay. to get these kids dreams so they wake up to wanting sleep. to go to Disney World? Is that what's happening here? Yes. Oh, I oh, mean, that's their, that. yeah, yeah. Everything's about that. Everything's about the mouse, and you know they get. We've had breaking news about Disney and uh, uh, you know the Guardians of the Galaxy and the uh, the gay characters. We got to get back to the mouse and the kids. Mm-hmm. So let's let's promote this. Let's get it out there, man. Mm-hmm. Let's have the kids call us. No problem. Uh, all right. So America's number one party school, Princeton Review. Uh, Goes through and ranks uh, the best party schools in uh, in the country. Okay. They rank them beer consumption, liquor consumption, drug consumption, hours students spent outside the classroom daily, and the popularity of the fraternity and sorority scene <clears throat> on campus. Mm-hmm. I wonder if BYU is on that list. <clears throat> you know they're not? Uh, no, I don't. You know they're on the opposite list, though, and probably number one atop that list. <clears throat> Top 20 party schools. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually very disappointed in the University of Florida in Gainesville. They're like 18th now. Oh, wow. They used to be way up there. Yeah. If they have not number one. That's very disappointing. UT's probably in there, right? Texas? Uh, no. They're not? No. Oh. Uh, number the number four. I'll give you the top four. Syracuse. Give us University. the top five. Do you have five? Five. Bucknell University, Louisville, Pennsylvania. Bucknell. I would have never guessed. Syracuse University. Okay. Huh. Tulane University. Tulane. Number two, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, because what else is there to do there? Well, free yeah. Oreos. You know. Mm. And number one. The University of Delaware. Hmm. Blue hints, huh? I know. Huh. Like Wisconsin is number hmm. eight. Uh-huh. The University of Cal, Santa Barbara's seven. Alabama's 11th. Wake Forest is 14th. Those are some of the big names. Is Virginia Tech the, on there? No. Hmm. Do you have the other side of the uh, equation? I do. I knew I you do. would. And for the straight, uh, for I believe, uh, like 20 years in a row. Least uh, party school. at number one. For the 800th time in I a row. I think it's like the 20th year in a row. The University BYU. It's Brigham, Brigham Young, Young University. University. Yeah. Number two is that small Christian school, I think a Baptist school, Sanford. right? They're always probably Sanford. Number two. Number two is the College of the Ozarks. Mm. Ah, I don't think that's the one. What, what else is there? Wheaton College. Wheaton. Uh, Calvin College. I think Grand it might Rapids. be them. I don't know. Might be. Yeah, it might be Calvin. And then you're looking at you know Air Force Academy. 
Oh, yeah, because you got to have a little discipline in the uh, military. Gordon College, number mm-hmm. six. Thomas Aquinas, number seven. Okay. Grove City, number eight. University of New York, Hunter College. Hmm. Well, see, uh, the Cougars at BYU don't have time to be drinking and carrying on. They've got a season of perfection to perform <laughs> on the football field. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Right? Season of perfection. Wow. Is that what we're going to call it this year? Is that, is that what it says on like a little pocket schedule? BYU 2018. Season, season of, of perfection. perfection. That'd be great. No. My way. actual prediction for the year is 10 and 2. Yeah. We've heard that. Yeah. 10 and 2. But what about the other prediction? That they start 5 and 0. Oh? 5 and 0. Oh. I don't know that I predicted that. I'm just I was just saying that's a possibility. You were saying it's not possible. Uh, no way. And you were saying you would eat my underwear <laughs> if it happens. At which point I will be pooping my pants that day. <laughs> that wasn't part of the bet, actually. But, but you can say that all you want. It wasn't part of the bet. All right, uh, we'll finish up here with you and the fat with Jeffy coming up. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Before we get to uh, the uh, video of the day that uh, made the rounds on uh, the internet all weekend long, when your ears aren't clean, ugh, they get uncomfortable. They itch, they're painful, they get all plugged up, making it hard to hear. Now, you can use the cotton swabs or the candling from the drugstores, but none of them really do the job good. Now you can get a real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX ear wash system doctor developed works safely when all other products fail the wax rx system is the method physicians trust most and it's just like the system that they use in their offices wax rx comes with everything you need to safely clean out your earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit go to usewaxrx.com order your reusable ear wash system today use the offer code radio and you know what happens? Free shipping right to your door. Use WaxRx.com, U-S-E-WaxRx.com. Now, the video that made uh, the rounds all weekend that I've been watching, I cannot stop watching it, from uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, this truck left the crane up and is pulling through an intersection, and it's pulling the wires with it, and then it does. It, he finally mm. figures out, oh, uh, uh, no, we don't know, and we're going to just knock down the lights, too, and making the turn. But as you watch it, watch the mm. car, the Suburban, the turning with them, almost like he doesn't even realize what's going on, and one of the lights hits the Suburban. It's fascinating. Here we go. You see the wires? Oh, oh yeah. He's oh, grabbing oh, the wires. Oh, no. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Oh. Oh, we'll just keep turning. There's the Suburban. Oh, oh light bulb. Oh, no, no. And that one light lands right on the Suburban. <laughs> I cannot. I have watched that thing. That sounds like something I would do right there. Down. Oh, man. Where was that? I mean, in North Wilmington. Carolina, yeah. I mean, I've watched that thing a thousand times Somebody's going to lose a gig. Well, you know, you think truck. so. Now, look, 120 customers lost power. Jeez. Uh, a dozen workers managed to restore the power to uh, all the homes nearby and mm-hmm. the businesses uh, in about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And another team worked on repairing the traffic pole. The driver, now it doesn't say anything about whether he still has a gig or not, mm-hmm. but he was cited for failure to secure a load. Okay. 
We understand you're excited. You know, you're talking about your rats. I, I can do all the stories, but the rat story fascinates me because I got in a big fight with PETA uh, a few months ago because I was uh, talking about uh, how the cities were uh, using dry ice to kill the rats uh, around their cities. And Baltimore was one of them, and Chicago. Oh, that's a good idea. And they were stuffing this dry ice down in the holes, and then it was just it was just releasing and killing the rats. And PETA had a fit with me. And they had a fit with these cities, too. They've been fighting, saying that, uh, you know, that these cities can't be doing this to kill the rats. So, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? When it, a, they're rats. When it melts, uh, it releases the CO2, and that suffocates and kills and the they, rats. And they that, just that's a pretty good way to go. Why is that I not humane? So. It just puts them to sleep and then they don't wake up, which is what you want in a rat. <laughs> what you yeah, you don't want you, know, you don't want the rats. To you live. could do the the traps, set a million traps and have their heads smashed in, which is I'm not opposed to. Better, I mean, I or you can set out glue strips and watch them chew their legs off trying oh, to get off oof. the glue sticks. Oof, I love that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards in my garage. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. You got a problem? No, not anymore. Oh, good for you. Not anymore. This but was you a did. Long time. In Florida, I did for a lot. You know, the more rat issues in yeah. Florida than I did here in Texas. Okay. Yeah. No, here in Texas, I used the trap. I broke his neck. Had one in the garage for a while, and he. Oof. You just don't want rats around. No. I mean, it's unbelievable that cities are protecting them. Yeah. Come, Come on. on now. Yeah. If you're gonna get infected, just make up with your dog. Yeah. Madness. Hey. Yeah. That's a good oh, idea. Here we go. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Of course, uh, one of the big stories today is Peter Strzok from the FBI was fired. I mean, I was kind of surprised he's still there. Right? How did that happen? I don't know. I just and I just saw a headline on one of the one of the news networks saying fallout after Peter Strzok firing. Right. The fallout. Of course he should be fired. And that should have happened uh, ages know, ago. 2 years ago. It's amazing he was still there. That's amazing. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where Tom tweets, you guys didn't follow the rules with that little Disney phone call. It said there must be an adult in the room to continue. I don't see one adult in your studio. <laughs> Busted. Uh, I think we've just been Sorry. insulted in some way. Uh, Jenny B., Disney has a gay character on the kids' show Andy Mack, and Nickelodeon has a lesbian character in The Loud House. Well, that's good. Wow. There you go. Wow. Uh, Sabes, do they say they're gays and lesbians in those? I don't know that. I have not seen those shows. It's a television Mm. show I haven't seen. um, Hard to believe. I know. Sabes 84. (laughs) You won't be able to say that tomorrow. I'll find those somewhere. (laughs) Uh, How much would Jeffy weigh if he lost his limbs from butt tongue? (laughs) From butt tongue? I'll bet because your legs and your arms, Mm -hmm. let's say you lose all of each. (laughs) That only cuts you down, what, 450? Your four, Uh, five bills? 500? Listen, if you cut my limbs off and I can go under five, I'm happy. (laughs) It's actually a pretty good weight loss uh, plan for you, though. Yeah. (laughs) Just be kind of like a 
stump of a person. Would yeah, be, you just right. call me Bob. Yeah, okay. Uh, TJ Toppin <laughs> said, I think Texas Lori D is about to get promoted to producer. Well, if All she comes right. through, if she comes through with a filet mignon on filet mignon day, then, you know, nice we can talk. Nice you, Keith. We can talk. I got, I got banana chips if you want something. Now, here. speaking of the dog disease, where a dog can lick you in the face or whatever, and you could get this really horrific uh, bacteria from it. And uh, we've been talking the last week or so that we know of three three people that have been really victimized by this. One guy lost both hands and both legs. One 58-year-old woman died from it, and a three-year-old boy lost his uh, fingers and toes. Okay, so, is so it this, can be horrific. Is this from uh, licking or a bite and One of them the was saliva? nipped. We nipped, I guess, and, and the saliva got into the wound. Okay. The others were from just being licked in the face. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, actually, I don't even know if you have to be licked in the face for it to happen. I'm just assuming. Um, but why take a chance? Let's just gather up all the dogs yeah. and put them on an aisle of dogs. See ya. Which, by the way, uh, our producer Chris reminded us that there is a movie of the same name, Isle of Dogs. It's that Japanese anime thing. Oh, yeah. Remember that yeah, coming yeah. out this year? It, I saw the trailer a few times. It looked like it was fun. But isn't the premise they, the dogs have some sort of disease, so humans want to separate them? Which is exactly okay. what we're saying no, here. Well, Look, at this is already... Let's see this. We already have life imitating art. Here's the <laughs> uh, trailer for the movie. The Japanese archipelago, 20 years in the future. Canine saturation has reached epidemic proportions. An outbreak of dog flu rips through the city of Megasaki. Mayor Kobayashi issues emergency orders, calling for a hasty quarantine. Trash Island becomes an exiled colony. The Isle of Dogs. I don't think I can stomach any more of this garbage. Exactly. Same here. Words out of my mouth. Nobody's giving up around here, and don't you forget it, ever. You're Rex. You're King. You're Duke. You're Boss. I'm Chief. We're a pack of scary, indestructible alpha dogs. Atari Kobayashi, you heroically hijacked a junior turboprop XJ750 and flew it to the island because of your dog. Darn it. I've got a crush on you. We get the idea. You're looking for your lost dog spots. Does anybody know him? No. no. I've lost all Spots, if he's alive, may very well be living even at this moment as a captive prisoner. Somebody is up to something. Will you help him? The little pilot. Why should I? Because he's a 12-year-old boy. Dogs love those. We'll find him. Wherever he is, if he's alive, we'll find your dog. It's going to be a fight. Or somebody spoke his language. (laughs) 
Wow. To the north, a long rickety causeway over a noxious sludge marsh leading to a radioactive landfill <laughs> polluted by toxic chemical garbage. That's our destination. Great. Got it. Get ready to jump. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. Yes. That's exactly what we need. Yeah, take no chances. And uh, Put all the dogs there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they now, did. Now, hold on a second. So you lose your limbs if a dog licks you. Mm-hmm. What happens if a Jeffy licks you? Well, you like, lose your life. Like Walking Dead territory? What happens yeah. there? Yeah, you lose your life. Please stop looking at me like that. I'm afraid you're about to lick me. Mm. Ugh. Still <laughs> staring here. at me. <laughs> so this movie grossed uh, $63 million wow. worldwide. I've never heard of it. Eh, I wouldn't say that's blockbuster status, but it did okay. And uh, was it you, Chris, that saw the movie and liked it a lot? Yeah. Mm. So there you go. Isle of Dogs, that's what we need right now to save mankind. I mean, it, yes, is it only three people so far that we know of? Yeah, but that I think they're it. keeping the others under wraps. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I want to see this this uh, video where Elizabeth Warren is confronted about her comments on race Good. at a town hall event. Uh, a young American of color. Oh no! Confronted Elizabeth Warren about her recent comments about the justice system being racist from front to back. Uh, here's a look. As a young American of color, um, your, your recent comments uh, that you made in New Orleans are just a little bit concerning to me. You said that the justice system, and I'm, I just want to quote you so I say it right, is racist from front to back. I'm just concerned that your rhetoric there is inciting some of the uh, like, division that you claim that the president is purporting. You say that Donald Trump undermines the justice system, but it highly concerns me that you made a blanket statement that the over 400 federal judges of color thousands of law enforcement officers of color, and even the new black police commissioner of Boston of color are racist. Do you feel it is, beneficiary, uh, it is beneficial as a federal representative to blanketly claim that the entire justice system, and I mean like blanketly, and the hardworking Americans that serve in that capacity are racist? So thanks, Wesley. I appreciate your nice. asking the question. Did you listen to the Do interview? Not appreciate did you actually see the interview? I did, yes. Well, if you did, then you know <laughs> just said that... This wasn't about individuals. I didn't call any individual anything. What I was talking about is a system Mm. that Mm. has a lot of good people in it. A lot of people, law enforcement officers, uh, judges, right? She didn't say that. That's not what she said, though. By golly, have Mm. dedicated their lives to getting out there to try to build a justice system. That's kind of what he was saying. That's not what you were saying. Themselves have come forward and said. This mm-hmm. system needs reform. Wow. Now, she kind of, uh, she didn't take it back, though. I no, mean, she didn't. She didn't talk about any individual. No, you're talking about a sweeping generality of the justice system. Yeah, the is entire racist. system. That makes it worse. That's worse. Ah, just This racism thing is it just, it's really tough. And I, I'm not sure how we overcome it. Um, the Antifa protesters were out chanting in charlottesville about the uh about the cops uh here's what they had to say Makes you want to be a part of it, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? That? Yeah. All cops are racist. You better face it. All cops are racist. All cops are racist? 
Why is this getting no coverage from the mainstream media? F cops, F cops. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable and indefensible. Do we have the protest, the Antifa protester attacking the uh, NBC News camera person? Is that okay? And it's bleeped. All right, take a look at this too. That I mean, they they get violent at virtually all of these demonstrations. Absolutely. Here's an example. I okay. Not even NBC cared about the NBC reporter. They don't care. Nope. That wasn't their focus. They didn't even, to my knowledge, didn't even talk about it. They ignored it. Huh. I, so you've got the people who are acting violent, and then you have the people who are you're just afraid are going to become violent. You remember the whole thing about the Tea Party protesters? How dangerous they were? How their rhetoric was going to cause all kinds of problems? I thought that footage you were showing was from the Tea Party. It was not. <laughs> Did you, no, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, actually, those were Antifa, the oh. anti-fascists. Oh, weird. Uh huh. Isn't that strange? That is strange. And then, you know, the one that they wanted to make such a big deal of was the anniversary of the Unite the Right rally. First of all, those people aren't on the right, and nobody united with them. There were 24 of them, two (sighs) dozen protesters. And that's what you're making this big deal out of? Oh, what what a racist group of white people we've assembled. 24. And they organized hmm. this, uh, I think I think the first I heard of this was about six months ago. So a minimum of six months ago, every white supremacist would have heard about this gathering happening on the anniversary oh, sure. of Charlottesville. Yeah. If they weren't already planning to go there. Yeah. And you got 24 in the whole nation that showed up there. And anybody, any normal person on the right is denouncing them and have since the very beginning. And should. We don't want anything to do with these boneheads. Nothing. They're goofballs. There's scant few of them, first of all. But what they're saying, no one agrees with. But they they get all the they get all the publicity, which makes it seem like there isn't a scant few of them. Right, makes it seem like it's every weekend and they're everywhere, <laughs> and they're not. Uh, but we, the three of us here, mm-hmm. are white. So we don't really know. We don't know. We don't know. And we found that out on uh, CNN from. From comedian DL on Chris Cuomo's show. Here's what uh, comedian DL had to say. White men don't get to decide what racism is. White people don't get to decide what racism is. They were so bad at judging it every time it happened. They were bad at judging it during slavery. They were bad at judging it during during Jim Crow. White people don't get to play this game. You don't get to decide what the rules are here. Oh, but D.L. Hughley gets (laughs) to decide. So you get to decide who gets to decide. Is that right? (laughs) I, I'm just getting so tired. Yeah, of you it. don't get to be you don't get to be racist. So you're, tired you can't of be it. racist if you're if if you're uh, not white. If you're white, you're racist. That's the way it goes. Yeah, live with it. And no other race can be racist. Nope, because they don't have the power. We do. In fact, we're the last remaining um, blend that can be made fun of, right? Yes. The white, I'd say so. Yeah. The white man, the the white redneck, the white uh, the white father, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the white uh, single man, the white gay man, maybe even not white gay man, but white single man. Well, we're that's responsible for every societal ill, uh, and there is nothing you can say about us that isn't true. 
Right. If it's negative. And there is nothing bad that you can say about us that will have any repercussions for the person saying it. Uh, it was just It's a no-win situation. Right. For Whitey. Uh, 888-933-93. Uh, years ago, Glenn founded Real Estate Agents I Trust because he was so frustrated working with an unreliable real estate agent. It wasn't that they were a bad person. It's just that they didn't know what they were doing necessarily. And so his house sat there for a long time, and uh, they lost a lot of money. So he did a bunch of research to find out what, how do we put together a network of really good realtors? What makes a really good realtor? They can't just dabble in that career. It's, they need to be full-time agents. It's not like your cousin can come in and, and just do it because they do that once in a while, and they know a lot. Great agents don't just show up and just list your home as is either. They know that your house has to have curb appeal, so they're going to pay attention to things like your landscaping, the trim on your house, the paint. Um, you know, White is a big deal right now, and your realtor should probably know that because everybody who walks into your house wants it to be white. White walls, white everything. I, I don't get it, but that's what they want. And the realtor should know that. Professional staging and, and the pictures that go up on the internet, those are hugely important. Because in order to create the interest in your mind in the first place on going to see the house, it has to be impressive online. They also know when to list and how much to, you know, what what is the price that is going to be set that you won't have to keep lowering it over and over again over again this is why you need to work with the agents at real estate agents i trust.com they are skilled in all of these areas plus they're fans of glenn's show and so you've got that in common so go to real estate agents i trust.com we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area real estate agents i trust.com pat gray only on the blaze radio network Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. <clears throat> our shark that was tagged off the coast of oh. the, we've kind of adopted him now. He's yeah. he's our personal. He's shark listening to us. Morning. Obviously, he swims towards land whenever we talk about him. So he was tagged Pico. for some reason, so they could study him off the coast of Texas. And he did what they say has never been done. He moved. <laughs> yeah, he moved. He packed his stuff and he left. And he left the Gulf of Mexico for the North Atlantic. Well, not. I mean, he's. He's been as far north, it looks like, uh, as Rhode Island. No, that, no, that, no, no, you're looking at somebody oh, that, else. No, that's somebody else. See, I wrote at the top to, to help you out there. Check that out. Okay. So I don't really know where that is. He's we been don't as have far that. north as, say, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yep. Where is this now? Where is it? Can we look at the. Yeah. See that? Can we get the closer one, or yeah. do we have that? There we go. Look at. Now, that's just this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude's nuts. He's just swimming around just aimlessly. I don't think he's all right. Here's the thing, though. Hmm. What do we expect from this? This is what sharks do. They swim around. Hmm. You know? Uh, it's not like it's not like he's got a house under there and, and he's stationary and then he's like visiting neighbors. <laughs> this is what sharks do. They swim around. Yeah, we've tagged yeah. every shark in the ocean and he's the only one that's there he's done swimming that. around. Well, he's the only one that's traveled the forty one hundred miles to where he hmm. was when we first started looking. 
Now he's got, I don't know, 6,000 miles? How far has he gone? I'd like to see all the other sharks, though, where they have swum, because I have a feeling... They swim around the same location. Well, here's the thing they do. They swim around, Yeah. and they eat stuff. Yeah. And then... Then what? They swim around some more, and then they eat some more stuff. Okay, yeah. And what this could be, the zigzagging, is he's looking for stuff to eat. Huh. You know? And then when he runs out of stuff to eat okay. in an area, he goes to another area and eats there. So it there. could be that the, that the sharks, <laughs> the other sharks that kind of stayed in the general, same general yeah. location, uh-huh. yeah. they could have just said, you know, hey, I'm comfortable here. Comfortable here. There's plenty of fish. There's it's other warm, stuff to eat. and I like it here. Sometimes humans drop some garbage. I like that. Okay. Yeah. And so this one could have said, I'm out. This, yeah. He's just a little less content. Rebel. So Pico rebel shark. is like the Finding mm-hmm. Nemo of sharks. Yes. He just wants to go and see the world. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, they do say he got into the Gulf Stream, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they think? He's just following the stream. And flew right across the state of Florida. Which is strange. Yeah, I don't know how that occurred. But odd. He did hitch a ride in Florida across <laughs> the land. I think <laughs> They swam underneath Florida. Somebody Shake took him from West Florida uh-huh. to East Florida and they let, let him back into the water Yeah, he again. couldn't figure out how to get around the Mm-mm. peninsula there. Well, that's a long trip. Mm-hmm. So anyway, now... Is there a corresponding shark? Who yeah, so this, now there's uh, a, uh, they think it's a pregnant shark. Been been uh, swimming around named Miss Costa. Mm-hmm. And we She's have pregnant? Her, they think so. We have Are we her suspecting travels. Pico's work yeah. here? Uh, we, mm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only reason most guy sharks would travel is to take care of a little business. I exactly. I don't know that that's the, uh, I don't know that that's the route of Miss Costa. No, the route, the, the route actually started in the Gulf of Mexico, yeah. Lake Pico. Yeah. He may be. He may be in yeah. love, and he's just chasing a girl. That's I yeah. mean, how many times have so we all she's done been that? Going, so been the one there. we're showing on the screen isn't the same oh. one that, that we have printed up in here. She's mm. just been hanging up and down the Atlantic coast, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what Pico's doing. Maybe he's swimming around looking for his baby mama. Huh? Maybe. maybe. Maybe that's what's happening right now. Huh. Interesting. So it's interesting that so now he's not the only shark to have been up that east coast like that. No, because she's... She's huh. traveled quite a distance as well. I think they just don't know what they're talking about. They just wanted to get away from about it. that. I think that's they the don't case. have a clue what they're talking about. But that's cute. They only tag so many sharks, and they, this is the first time it's ever happened. So right. let's. I think we they have Miss Costa's uh, travel now. Let's see here. And oh, what's not the? Oh love? no, oh, no, that's oh, her. No. That's her. Oh, no. She is a looker. I oh, see what no. Pico is after. Oof. As far as sharks go, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so the big movie over the weekend involved sharks. Oh, it, the Meg. Yeah, the Meg. Uh, Megalodon, and mm-hmm. so some prehistoric shark survived, I guess, and is terrorizing people. It was a documentary, right? Did you see it, Chris? Was it good? Seriously, you liked the Megalodon? Of course, he did. <laughs> oh man, I, you got to take that with a like, not just a grain of yes. salt, but like a whole loaf. Yes. Of salt. Did you say a loaf <laughs> a of loaf. salt? A loaf of salt, yeah. <laughs> um, so, 888 After the Meg, which made $44.5 million, but that movie cost $130 million to make. But it did beat Mission Impossible. This was the first week that Mission Impossible wasn't number one. I this week see that. three. Week three. Yeah. Yeah. Made $20 million, $161.9 overall. It's a pretty big drop for week three. Yeah, it is. Well, it's down 43% from last week. Uh, Disney's Christopher Robin. I don't have any interest in that. I don't either. 12 million. Slender Man, which I heard was really bad. Uh, Black Klansman. No, that's, well, that's, that's supposed to be really good. Thing, right? 
Yeah, that's Spike supposed Lee. to be really good. Although I will say that I did hear an interview with the actual uh, FBI agent that infiltrated the Black Klansman, and he's a uh, seemed to be an anti-Trump guy. Oh yeah. And it really kind of turned me off to see in the movie. Yeah, well, you know it's going to be anti-Trump. I mean, it's Spike Lee. Yeah, it's not going to be pro-Trump. Right? I mean, uh, I can't imagine him saying one nice word about Donald Trump. Uh, also, there was a there was a Vice group. You know, the Vice Channel, the Vice News Organization. Yeah. They sent some people out looking for the big, the great Pacific garbage patch. Oh, we found some video evidence so of it now, right? So got it finally. So now we finally have some evidence. Okay, good. We've been lying to you Let's the whole this. time. Um, I, I think we've got some of uh, some of their little sojourn, right? We got. Let's take a look at what they found, and here's some conclusive proof. We're just on the outskirts of the gyre right now. I haven't really even gotten into the thick of things, and already in the last hour, we've seen more trash float by than. We have in like the entire voyage up till now. The past day I started getting this weird fear that like, what if the garbage patch isn't here? What if like we'd all been duped? But I don't, I don't see that as being the case anymore. Uh-huh. Okay, oh. getting excited. Okay. They're getting closer. So they're getting excited because they're seeing some trash. Yeah, you know, and there's some trash. He's like, yeah. I was beginning to think we were being duped, <laughs> but, but now, not anymore. All right, let's see part two here because <laughs> this is where they find it. I'm guessing. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Big big pile. Well, that's the thing. It's like, do we, does this need to be like the the like money glamour shot that we had all thought it was going to be of like a ton of garbage? Right, right, this is right. actually worse. Wait, it's not as glamour. <laughs> it's yeah. it's totally not like the money shot, but it's totally worse. And there is a shift of understanding happening what? for all of us. I think in terms of you know like what this area. Is it's not right. it's not a it's big not. garbage dump the size of Texas floating in the yeah. middle of the Pacific. Oh, it's an ocean, right? It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> what they said it's it was what they like said a it was great at all. big thing the size of Texas floating. It's not that. Instead, it's been like five bottles. And that's worse. Well, there was like a can- <laughs> Wait, there's a candy bar wrapper too. Don't undersell that. How <laughs> is that worse? I don't know. Here they are faced with reality. Uh-huh. They find out there's no great Pacific garbage uh-huh. patch. And yet, what they did find was worse. Worse. Good heavens. <laughs> Millennials, just go back to your parents' basement and shut up. Gosh. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 I love these millennials out on a boat searching, and they knew they were going to find it because it's, yeah. it's out there, and it's they, they've been told it's there. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the size of Texas. Can we get this straight? It is double, double. more than double the well, size of Texas. I mean, you see that in the, in the video. <laughs> well, you do. Vice. Well, you see, no. I'm sorry. What you see is worse. I apologize. And that... I can't believe you weren't moved by that. If you're not going to be moved by this, Jeffy, you're just a bad person. You know, you're I, just 
a bad person. I guess I was just a bad person. There's no redeeming quality about you at all. If you don't mm. care about the planet any more than this, let's go, let's go back and revisit this because it's important. Vice sends some millennials out mm-hmm. looking for the great Pacific garbage patch. Like also known as the great Pacific garbage vortex. Vortex. It is an, it is now uh too much to call it a patch. Yeah, no. It's a vortex. Okay? Can you imagine the amount of fish that are eating this garbage what, and dying? Remember the stories we had about the the whales, the whales. dying of because they ate like sixty trash bags or whatever, and yep. we were we were we were so, some of us not. I wouldn't make light of whales dying from eating trash bags, but no. Now not. we know you know how many they can eat. Yeah, right. To stay alive, it's it's less than eighty. <laughs> but my point is that there 80. was an actual garbage <laughs> vortex. <laughs> In the middle of the ocean. There'd be all kinds of dead wildlife. Yes. Marine life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They'd be dead. Well, uh, obviously, Vice is going to find that. Let's let's okay. look at this again and uh, listen carefully to what these wonderful people are saying, because this is a monumental discovery by them. Here it is. <laughs> We're just on the outskirts of the gyre right now. I haven't really even gotten into the thick of things. And already in the last hour, we've seen more trash flow by then oh, no. we have like the entire voyage up till now the what past day mean? started getting this weird fear that like what if the garbage patch isn't here what if like we'd all been duped but I don't, oh, no. I don't see that as being the case anymore <laughs> he's grinning I, I don't see that as ear. the case anymore okay what if we're duped what if we're we're <laughs> getting afraid it's not even here huh. so what do they find out uh, here's part two take a look well, that's the thing. It's like, do we? Does this need to be like the the like money glamour shot that we had all thought it was going to be of like a ton of garbage? This is actually worse. It's way worse. It's not as glamorous. It's yeah. It's totally not like the money shot, but it's totally worse. And there is a shift of understanding. Uh, the money miles and miles of clean of ocean. Us, <laughs> totally like. You not know, the money like shot. This like. area totally is, like it's not it's not a big garbage dump the size no. of Texas floating in right. the Pacific. But but it's worse. It's worse. It's worse. Obviously. Um, pumpkin, explain that to me again. How how is it worse? You, you expected to find a garbage patch the size of Texas, mm-hmm. Puddin'. <laughs> Instead, what you found was a couple of pieces of garbage. I think, I think four to, four to f- six, right? Four to six yep. pieces of garbage okay. that we see, and one candy wrapper in a vast ocean <laughs> those, that is... You'd think, you'd think those candy companies would do something about that. <laughs> I mean, you'd think the candy companies would do something about and it. And somehow it's worse. It's worse than what they anticipated. I mean, like, it's not like, no big... It's like, there's no, it's, like, no, like, it's not money, like, shot, the money shot. Like, like okay, <laughs> so there's, like, not a money shot. Yeah, there's no shot. What you've seen is a couple of bottles and a candy wrapper in an ocean. <laughs> Come on. Right? That's, and you're still going to make that out to uh, be it's worse? Pos- it, uh, well, you know, it's they're, worse. They're on the outskirts. Yeah, it's, worse. It's, it's on the outskirts. Yeah, but of then the they, they, they went into downtown garbage patch. Yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah, downtown garbage downtown patch. Downtown garbage patch not, there. Not there. That's so fascinating. It's a quiet to me. town. You know, it, it seems like we were getting afraid that there wasn't one, and then we found out there wasn't one. And but we weren't afraid anymore because we decided that was that was worse. <laughs> that was actually worse than what we really? thought. Yeah, sell it, baby. No garbage <laughs> is way worse than garbage the size of Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know if that computes to me, but you're smarter than I am. I'm sure you're 
probably graduated from Yale. So, oh yeah, you well, know? unless unless they're considering like it sunk, like like, like the garbage patch, like garbage patch just like sunk. sunk. Yeah, like that would be worse. Like, or what if whales ate it all? Oh, the whole no. garbage patch the size of Texas. Oh no, killed be them no all. More whales. <laughs> no more whales. No more whales. <laughs> that's dead. what it was. All whales are. We dead. just don't have footage all of that. Be dead. Tell me, uh, uh, that, tell me that's not worse. We had that if one whale, whale carrying around the little whale for a couple of weeks, right? That was sad. What a sad story that I is. I hated that. 17 days. Oh, an orca, if you missed it, yeah. her calf died. And so she put it in her mouth and carried it Couldn't around. Get rid of it oh, for she a kept nudging weeks. it to keep it floating. Oh, she didn't yeah, put it in her mouth. I don't think so. Just... For 17 days. I mean, so I thought sad. they were supposed to be That's smart. Am- <laughs> I mean, look, every parent mourns in a different way, so stop. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Leave it to you to destroy a really tender moment. That was a. I'm sorry. You know we're all mourning. And yeah, not mourning. It's just sad. for the whale. Sad. Wow. You know, in some ways, that's worse than the Texas garbage patch. What you oh, just no. said right there, it's worse. It's worse. Uh, Derek in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey guys, I'm a little bit of a shark freak, and I got some information for you. Um, oh, good. There was a 1916. There was a 1916. Uh, four different attacks in 1916 that inspired the movie Jaws. Uh, one of them was uh, with, with a uh, uh, what they some people say was a great white shark in the Manawan River. Um, there was a, a book written by uh, called Close to Shore by a guy named Michael Capuzio, a documentary from his perspective, and he said uh, that that shark was swept from the Gulf of Mexico up the uh, through the Gulf Coast and up to New Jersey from the Gulf of Mexico, not necessarily Texas, but Gulf of right. Mexico. Oh wow! So, so it it happened before, right? Yeah, it happened before. Maybe 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 your shark's doing the same thing. It it may be. Yeah, very possible. Well, Pico's maybe. in love. I think we found out with Miss Costa. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So as with all progressives, uh, everything proves their point. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Everything it proves does their it point. either way. Okay. Either way proves it. They set out to find this massive garbage patch, and they were gonna they were gonna reveal it to the world. Well, see, we told you this. We're is finally gonna Look do it. We're finally. The reason there are no photos of it is because nobody's done the work yet. We're going to do the work. No, and we're going to take no extensive photos. No one has photos. thought about even taking a picture from space. Right. Which you could do <laughs> and has been done. You have a camera that strong. Uh, you shouldn't really have to squint much to see a garbage patch twice the size of Texas. No, and, I, and you know, the good right? thing is, is that we don't have things that fly around the globe. Oh, uh, what don't would you call something like that if it was in the air yeah. and... Shoot, I don't even think they've invented it yet. But like an they, they air vehicle, it, like an air yeah, yeah, yeah. car, or something. Um, I don't, I don't know, know what you call it, but if you had something like that, Fantasy you could probably stuff. find it. So anyway, they're they're expecting this massive uh, uh, eco atrocity. Mm-hmm. Instead, they find nothing, and that somehow still proves their point. It's worse. worse. It's worse. Ah! Al Roker, I didn't realize this until, and thank you for sending this to me. Playing the same game because oh, everything agonizing. proves their point. What was one of the biggest points uh, made in An Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore? If that hurricanes are going to become more frequent and more intense than they've ever been before. So we went into a dearth of hurricanes for the next 12 years. Then last year we had a couple. And so now they're saying, ah, see, global warming. Hmm. What? Wait, Wait. no, you... It's been 12 years. Hold on. If you have no hurricanes instead of more, that's worse. 
<laughs> Somehow yes. it is. So, yeah. So here's Al Roker's ex- explanation now on the lack of hurricanes because once again, here we are in the middle of hurricane season. No hurricanes. Knock on this wood. Because today's n- show. Nobody wants them. NBC. Yeah. National show. So they, right. All their networks. Okay, here it is. We got an update for our hurricane season 2018 from the National Hurricane Season uh, Center. So far this year, four named storms, two hurricanes. On average, we'd get two named storms by this time and one hurricane. However, the uh, forecast, the uh, August uh-huh. update, is that we've got a 60% chance of a below normal hurricane season. Oh, that would be more. great. Okay, keep that in mind. Below normal. But they can't leave it at that because you have to feel the hysteria. So they refuse to just leave that alone and say it's a below average. Okay, so no, that's what they're calling for. But the yeah. re- the actual facts are that there have been more. When he t- early he says there's been more. Yeah, there's been more named storms, but none of them have made landfall. So that no, I understand. That's but not I- going to leave the impression. Right. Great news. There are a couple of reasons for this. Okay. Unfortunately, because of the rapidly melting ice caps uh-huh. due to climate change, the sea surface temperatures in the uh, tropical Atlantic are much colder than oh, average. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Again, the opposite of what was claimed by Al Gore was going to happen. The seas are going to are go the warming oceans mm-hmm. are going to cause more frequent, more intense hurricanes. Like we've never seen before. And so that was a big prediction, okay? Yeah. Because of the increase in the temperature of the ocean, it was going to fuel the hurricane. Now he's saying that it's global warming's fault that there aren't hurricanes now. It's worse now. Hey, oh, good God. So ice. all that ice, that I, literally ice water coming into literally the ice water, keeping things cool, and a developing El Nino may actually increase wind shear, basically mm. tear apart storms tear as apart. they come off the coast of Africa. Okay. That's way. Clearly that's global warming. They're tearing apart hurricanes. But what is global El- warming is tearing them apart. Is El Nino hot wind? Is that I mean, yeah, it's a, a, in, a, in a flow. So... The ice water mm-hmm. is creating hot, hotter than normal air, Don't which try. is wind Don't. shearing the hurricanes apart. It's tearing them apart. Yeah, I guess. I don't okay. know. I don't know. And then he, this, he did this uh, whole thing on climate change. So they cut to him. I think this was last year. Was this last year? No, was, no. I think this, this was this, this year. year? This, he was talking about last year's He's report. talking about last year's report. Final report, yeah. When they cut to Al Roker, what do you expect? The national no weather, weather forecast, right? Because then he throws it to the local the local stations. You tell me if this is a, a national weather forecast. I mean, guys, and we've seen a lot of climate change going on. And, of course, the American Meteorological That's Society issues a state uh-huh. of the climate report every year. 2017, uh-huh. we've uh-huh. had record high amounts of carbon dioxide concentration, highest levels in the ice core samples that they take that date back 800,000 years. Carbon dioxide <laughs> growth. At- yeah. Did you see the levels they that they took 750,000 years ago? You would have seen those levels. They were way lower. Where do they than keep today's. those samples stored, though? Is that oh, that's what they have in Norway or something? Yes. Buried we, underground samples yeah. from uh, you got to the find the Neanderthal core. records, sure. and yeah. they're they're tough to locate. But when they locate them, they find that seven hundred and fifty thousand years ago, why uh, there or was what? less carbon, there was less CO two. Huh. 
So 400 percent since the 1960s. Sea wow. level rise. It's the highest, highest on record on for record. global sea level wow. rise, rising at 1.2 inches per decade, which have caused caused. Of course, uh, causes uh, flooding uh, along the coast. A warming planet. It's the warmest non-El Nino year Instead on record. Hysteria. The third He's warmest excited. year overall. In fact, no. the last four no, years not. have been the warmest on record. No. And of course, that no, leads haven't. to melting sea ice. Of Arctic course, sea ice is no. at a maximum record low and the lowest Wait. daily value on record. All told, it just shows that we're seeing more climate change more. continuing at a rapid pace. That's what's going on around the country. Here's yeah what's happening in your neck of the woods okay so is that a but that report that is total propaganda bullcrap and that report actually talks about less ice melting right and then later on like a month later he's telling us that more ice is melting that's unbelievable it is it's so ridiculous and yet we're just supposed to be falling in lockstep yep okay yep i believe in global warming yep 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 it's unbelievable. I mean, who was the guy? And you may even still have it in the machine. But there was there was an interview that talked about uh, if we if the ocean didn't do what it was supposed to do, yeah, um, then we'd all be screwed. Yeah. Carbon emissions also trap heat. Mm-hmm. Today's report shows oceans have absorbed 90% of that heat, hmm. raising ocean temperatures by half a degree. Had all that heat gone into the atmosphere, yeah. air temperatures could have risen by more than 200 degrees. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that, that's absolutely, I'm Whoa. so happy you that pulled that been out. Bad. If the oceans yeah. didn't do bad. what they do. Right. And we apparently didn't know they do this, because why were we getting hysterical about it? If the ocean's going to take care of it. I mean, it's despicable, and it's indefensible, and yet they've duped so many people. Not enough, obviously, to get their agenda done yet, but we got to continue to fight this battle because they're getting more and more hysterical every day. And the kids that they're brainwashing are getting older every day. Yeah, Yeah, they are. It's coming. And uh, And they bought into it completely. Uh, Look at this. Uh, Look at this tweet I just got in. How can we possibly have Al Roker on without talking about his time at the White House? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Okay, thank you. Right? I mean, of course, you got to play. This. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. So He's he, not struggling with that anymore, by the way. I mean, he can't even handle his own climate in his pants, let alone. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. 888 93 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A uh, little dialogue going on on Twitter, I think. Is this on Twitter? It is. On the Twitters? Mm-hmm. On the Twitter. TJ Toppin t- tweeted out, I think Texas Lori D is about to get promoted to producer. Oh. Lori D tweets, what did I do now? Okay. TJ Toppin says, it's filet mignon day, and they said that Keith is failing in his duties to provide it. Lori D, I am not sending steak. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. And then I chimed and in. And Keith chimes in. My job is safe. Lori D, I didn't say that. Oh, wait. See, you now. But you know what this shows me? Uh, Lori D was not listening to the show. Aha! Uh-huh, yeah! That's exactly the what was going on. And uh, that's a strike against her producer uh, role. Wait, big time. There. So I am yeah. safe? Well, I'm not saying that. Well, what are you saying then? 
I'm just saying, you know. Right. I'm uh, asking what? I'm just saying. Okay. Muffer Squish tweets out, you got to wonder how much of that floating garbage was thrown in there by the ship crew for footage sake. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's a good point. Totally possible. Totally. It absolutely is totally. possible. Now, so is some floating garbage in the, in the ocean. You're, you're going to come across some garbage. Of course you are. You those are. ocean liners, not that they're supposed to, but mm-hmm. those ocean liners and oil tankers and everything else are spewing out all kinds of trash all over the globe yeah. all the time. And, you know, people on cruises are just carelessly right. throwing stuff out. Who knows? They did fish a basketball out of the ocean. I forgot that from the documentary. Hmm. So we've got um, a candy bar wrapper... A, a so that was definitely from a cruise ship. Yeah. Somebody Probably. mad and throw it off the side. Mm-hmm. Sabes 84 tweets, anybody ever notice that Goofy doesn't have a female counterpart like Mickey or Donald? Oh. <laughs> uh, is it because he keeps killing them off with his butt tongue? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want none of Goofy's butt tongue, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'd say it's possible. <laughs> I have to give you it's possible on that. I don't know. <sighs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Here's a on a sad note: the South African situation continues to deteriorate. Um, markets have been reacting badly, adversely to what South Africa is doing. Uh, their their monetary unit, the rand, is collapsing, and it's all because the plan is just like Zimbabwe's plan. They're going to take f- white farmers. And kick them off their farm and give their farm to black people who don't know how to farm necessarily. I mean, if they're farmers, okay. Great. I don't guess. I think the white farmer should still be compensated, compensated, (laughs) (laughs) be compensated for for their farm, but uh, they're not going to be. No. Um, I really like South Africa too. It's a beautiful country. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Nearly a quarter of a century uh, past all of the stuff that was going on in South Africa. Everything's been kicked back into high gear again with the rach- racial differences, um, the ownership of land. White people make up 9% of the population. They do own 72% of the land that is held by individuals. So they want to redistribute the land. And that I guess that's a fundamental principle of the African National Congress. Um, so what they're going to do though, is just steal people's property. Just take it. And they have been torturing and killing some of these people. And so the situation is just, those are probably the people that said, no, you can't take it. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that's just a guess on my part. Some of the landowner owners have threatened war to defend their farms. Um, and their opponents have vowed to respond. I bet. The Natives Land Act of 1913 restricted black people from buying or renting land in white South Africa, leading to the forced removals of black people. Uh, After the end of apartheid in 1994, the ANC government said it wanted to return 30% of this land to its previous owners by 2014. It's estimated that 10% of commercial farmland has already been redistributed. Now, in some cases, these farms were not taken from anybody in 1913. They were, they've been in families since the 1600s. A lot of these, a lot of these white farms have been there in their family forever and they didn't take it from anybody. There was nobody there. So, uh, it's a really tough situation and I don't know if anybody's going to step in and help the, the white farmers in South Africa. 
I don't know either. Uh, it doesn't look like it. It to sure me. doesn't. Because if you do, you're the one that's in trouble, right? I mean, yes. You're the one that's going to be in trouble because you're helping yeah. the white man. It's it's much easier easier to help some minority group than it would be to step in and help white farmers. Right. In fact, it's probably considered uh, a bad thing to step in and help these white people. It's going to get ugly uh, before it gets any better in South Africa. But the one thing they have going for them is a brilliant constitution. We do know that. We do know that they've got yes, a, we do. a constitution that is the envy of the entire world. Hmm. Am I right? Yes, are you, you just are throwing this out? Or is somebody of authority right? said this? I mean, what's no, happening here? Seems like I've heard that from, <clears throat> you know, somebody in a high place. Um, I don't know, like a Supreme Court justice? You should certainly say. be aided by all the mm-hmm. constitution writing that has gone on yeah. since the end of World War II. Right, like... For instance, I would not look to the U.S. Constitution no. if I were drafting a constitution. In- no, of course you wouldn't. I mean, you're drafting a constitution. Why would you? Why would you look to America's? What a what a failed. Did she think that, that we is. thought that she would say that? I don't know. Ridiculous. The year 2012. Uh-huh. I might look at the Constitution of South Africa. Thank that you. That was a, a deliberate yeah. attempt to have a fundamental instrument of government that embraced. Embraced basic human rights. Basic human rights had an independent judiciary. Independent it's, judiciary. It, it really is. A- wow, what a concept! An independent judiciary. Never heard of such a thing. Never heard of. Whenever, why didn't we think of that? I know. You know, I like wonder- I don't know, three separate but equal branches. No, what would no, that you, have been like? Carried away, right? That's, no, just stupid. Yeah. That's you know what? We need a constitution that has the word freedom in it too. While we're at it. Thank you. But we don't have that either. Apparently. Thank you. I think a. Uh, a great, uh, great piece of work that was done. Piece of work was done. Um, much more recently than the U.S. Constitution. The, right, right. Uh, Canada. Canada, okay. Right. Yeah. Has a Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Rights and Freedoms. Dates from... Dates... 1982. Way better. Oh, way that's better. ancient history. Way, way mm. That's back when... Way uh, better. That's back when Jeffy was fighting on the Isle of Spice. Yeah, 82. Right? Don't even... Why you got to bring that up? So far, I mean, <laughs> you know he doesn't like to talk about it. I don't like to talk history. about that. You know it's it was, too painful for him, the flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, uh, we lost a lot of... Uh-huh. A Speaking lot. of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, though, let's just end it with something incredibly powerful that okay. you can contemplate until tomorrow when we're back. The word woman does not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Nor does the word freedom. Your, Your Honor. Honor. Nailed it! Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.